Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 116 of Beer Nutish, the podcast adjunct series. This evening, we finally have the top 10 breweries in Ontario for 2022. It's going to be a great episode, but of course, guys, before I get to it, you already know, tonight's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, of course. Now, Happy New Year from our friends at Manscaped. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean you have to drop the ball on your balls in 2023. Whether you had a New Year's kiss or not, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming have you covered for your much-needed resolution of bringing sexy back. Join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. So you just go to manscaped.com and use the code BAOS for 20% off plus free shipping. What a deal. Let us have a toast for the new year, a new you, and a new you with no pubes. Uh, That goes for you, young man, Nathaniel. Now, uh, you know, I've been rocking this stuff for... I want to say uh, it's well over a year now. Big fan of all of these products. Some of these are new to me. Um, it's a new year, new bowls with the global leaders and below the waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with their performance package, 4.0, <clears throat> and other premium wet goods. Inside the performance package, 4.0, you find the signature lower mower, 4.0, you know the vibes. The advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate parts. I can say that for a fact. Uh, it also comes equipped with a 4,000K light, that little bad boy there. Uh, spotlight that will shine a light in the pro- to the promised land 2023 looks to be. Facts. A grooming routine isn't complete without a prying crop preserver and crop reviver. Look at these bad boys. Uh, before showing off your 2023 self. These unique formulations take care of the smallest part of your body for some and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete the set, Manscaped threw in their shed travel bag. Caught here. Love this guy. Super, super like convenient as hell and um anti-chafing boxer briefs that's still in the plastic but trust me i've been wearing those uh, other ones for the last year loving them um where are we i always lose it when i look up as free gifts to keep your goodies stored comfortably if you really want to make 2023 the year to remember make sure to try out manscapes wet goods as well that includes their ultra premium body wash that's the shampoo two-in-one shampoo and body deodorant, which is this beautiful boy right here. These products are the absolute perfect follow-up to your New Year's gym sessions. Cheers to new bowls in 2023. Get 20% off, guys, on free shipping at manscaped.com with the code BAOS. So 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. The code is BAOS right here. It's right here. You see it. Uh, Time to feel sexy and free this 2023 with Manscaped. And with that, I'm going to bring in my guest. Uh, Guys, I'm excited for this. Top 10 Beers in Ontario for 2022 would not go down without the gorgeous, the glorious, the handsomest Nathan from Nathan Does Beer in the Building. Oh! What up, beautiful? How you doing, man? Mate, shaved, trimmed, excited. Too much info? You said you were wearing those boxers for the past year. I hope you wash them once or twice. No, 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 no. You don't need to. All you do is keep <laughs> applying this deodorant, and you're good to go. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, Nate, this is our uh, second year running for the 2022 – sorry, for the top 10 breweries of Ontario. Uh, this is for 2022. Nice. We are recording it in early January. Uh, just like we did last year, we felt that um, – I kept knocking you. I felt, we felt that, like, we do the Quebec one, obviously, with Noah and Matt, and that one we always do in around mid-December – but you and I like to wait right to the end of the year because we sometimes 
there's a banger dropped. Literally, last year there was a banger dropped on New Year's Eve. So, um, you know, you never know what can come. Um, That's right. So, you know, this is great. So I was telling you as well, like someone commented asking on the Quebec one, asking when the Ontario one's coming. So I'm glad that there's a bit of an appetite for uh, these episodes. There's something that I personally look forward to and I imagine you do as well. I do indeed, yeah. No, I, I was looking forward to this one. Like last year's was uh, was a lot of fun, and I know you guys have been doing the Quebec one uh, for like for, for a few years now. So you know, I'm glad, like glad we're making this an annual thing, and I'm glad the folks are looking forward to it. Hell yeah, man! And what a year it's been, eh? Like uh, I feel like 2022 was a phenomenal year. Uh, I will say from the beginning that when we made this list of the top ten, we got about you know two-thirds of the way through maybe and then we were kind of stuck so two-thirds of it we thought were pretty easy we had a bunch of real ones to highlight and then the other half was difficult because there was so many there was more than the first two-thirds on the additional list and they all were deserving of um being added so i think that's a great sign eh for ontario beer yeah absolutely it is a good sign um and uh, we we deliberately wanted to be a bit more targeted about it th- uh, this mm. year because um, uh, like you, you and I were talking about this uh, and we, like, we had a long list of honorable mentions last year and uh, we like we wanted to be um, a, like a bit more targeted this year to not have quite as long a list of honorable mentions because it's kind of hard to whittle it down mm. um, but you know we want to like really give the top ten their uh, like their due respect and uh, so. Can I explain what or like what we're doing with the honorable mentions this time? Please do. Okay, yeah. So we picked a shorter list of five honorable mentions, which we're going to introduce throughout the top ten list um, with a specific category of why they're uh, like they're making it into the honorable mentions. So, um, as you were saying, it was tough to whittle the list down because mm-hmm. there's so much great beer in Ontario right now, um, mm-hmm. and so many. That, like so many deserving breweries, but we like we really did our best to like to trim the list down this time. Yes, it, it, it truly, truly wasn't easy. Um, yeah, and I feel like I feel like the year before, I re- I mean, I don't know. You have a much better memory than I. Um, I feel like we it wasn't easy then either, but maybe it was a little easier. I think there was more competition this year. More breweries stepped up um, with innovation with quality um great branding there's some fantastic new breweries that dropped this year last year i'm sorry 2022 it's you know i think it's a it's a fantastic time to be a craft beer drinker and fan and supporter in uh, the glorious province of ontario and uh, i'm very stoked to be living here now and have uh, very ready access to some of the best beers not just in the province or the country but you know arguably globally yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, there's certainly a case to be made um, for uh, like for at least one of those, which is something we'll uh, like we'll discuss uh, a, a little later on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and yeah, you talk like you talk about how you've now moved to uh, like to Ontario. Um, it's it, like it's kind of interesting that uh, you know when you were in Montreal, you and I were only about a two hour drive away from each other. Now you're in Hamilton, we're more like a five and a half, six hour drive away from each other, and yet we've seen that uh, we've seen each other more often <laughs> this past year, uh, like than we have in the last four or five years. I think <laughs> in the last five months since I've been here. 
I think we've hung out yeah. three times I can think of. I think it's three. Yeah. Which That's is right. crazy. And it's, uh, it's weird, but it is very convenient that you grew up uh, a close distance from here. So, uh, you know, you're in the area relatively regularly and we've been able to keep each other, you know, you've been bringing me the Quebec gems and, you know, whether you're coming or your folks are able to do it, which is something that I'm super grateful for rather than shipping it constantly. So it's, you know, we've been, I've been able to get you some stuff that you can't as easily get there. So we've been able to, you know, you and I have drank a lot of the similar stuff actually in the last five months than arguably ever before. Um, that's right which is good so I, I feel like that's that's why this is perfect for us doing this um this year because before i was like i'd get you know whenever i went to ontario regularly so i'd always come back with stuff and this year prior to moving here because i was coming here so often whether it was to look at houses or to suss out the area or whatever it was i came a bunch from the beginning of the year so i was getting a lot of these beers um that ended up making the list all essentially the vast majority of the year. So I feel like I got a real solid handle on it rather than being in Quebec where I'm, you know, getting it piece by piece type of thing. Um, so as far as before we just get into the, the first honorable mention, we're going to start off with an honorable mention. Um, do we, is there, was there any like maybe trends we wanted to acknowledge or something, anything that we saw in Ontario beer in 2022 that maybe dominated the year or that you know, really went well, or otherwise yeah um one thing that i think that i think i can say is um hype breweries uh, like in ontario um and like we'll get into specifics of this a little uh, like a little bit later but i find i've been finding that the refinement uh, like of hazy beers has like has never been better in ontario it's uh, like the, like the quality is just getting really really dialed in, um, and uh, like you know it's like the body of single IPAs is getting turned up a little bit. The body of double IPAs is uh, like is lightening up. Um, carbonation is getting like is getting better. Uh, like body is getting um, like more ideal. It used to, like I think a couple of years ago, even with. Um, a, a, like a couple of the ones that were like that we're going to mention, the haze was good, but it often came off thick and creamy and kind of, of, kind of under attenuation was uh, the, the, like was a pretty common thing. But I feel like this past year, um, the quality has been really dialed up. Uh, like especially with a few of the brews we're going to mention, that's oh, one thing in particular I noticed this year. Great call out. Um, could not agree more. I feel like it's like. Okay, I had a, I've been doing a bunch of trades uh, this year. Funnily enough, with a friend in Montreal who I used to trade with even there, and uh, he been getting me a bunch of stuff from the states, from Cali. I did a trade with a friend in Detroit, so I got a bunch of Michigan stuff. And the the breweries that you're referring to, and the body of what we have over here, like I would have a monkish after having some of these ones, and it wasn't as good. Um, granted, they're not you know a week old. You know, they're maybe like a month or two old. But I've heard wonderful things about the breweries that they're like, oh no, they last a long time. It just wasn't as good. I just like it's 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 truly truly world class stuff we have here, and I'm extremely proud yeah. to, to to trade with anybody to be like, oh, trust me, you're gonna lose your fucking mind when you try this stuff. Um, I got my yeah, my boy in Detroit. I took him out to um, two of my boys in Detroit. I'm sorry, I, I took them out to two of the breweries on this list, and they're obsessed with them now. Um, it's uh, you know, it's very cool to see, man. So yeah, that was a great great trend. Another thing I noticed was a, the um, 
sort of a prevalence of non-alcoholic products, um, specifically yeah. non-alcoholic beers from Ontario. So I feel like the low ABV trend didn't really pick up here as much as it did in Quebec. Quebec had been on it for like five years. I remember doing a pod in 2018 yeah. at a, a Depeneur and they um, gave everything we had was under 5%, starting at like two or whatever it was. And I always thought it was ridiculous, but they were just ahead of the game with the low ABV stuff. Ontario now with the non-alcohol, uh, alcoholic beers, uh, there's been some great, great ones coming out of Bellwoods um, who did a whole bunch of research, like public research, doing versions and dropping that. Very impressed with what they've come up with. And uh, Collective Arts did some fantastic stuff as well. Um, yeah. We went by, I've yeah. never, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this many non-alcoholic options available from Ontario craft breweries. Like I think last year during dry January, you could probably, like, you could probably count on one hand the number of breweries in the province that were doing it. Now there's a ton, uh, like yeah. you already meant like, mm-hmm. like Bellwoods has, like has a bunch in it, like in a few different styles, like you said, collective arts, um, uh, Dominion City has, of course, been doing City Seltzer for like for a few years now. Um, Left Field now also has a non-alcoholic seltzer brand uh, like out as well. Cool. Um, I saw Great Lakes uh, like put out a hop water. Um, Wellington has, of course, like have of course been doing their hop waters for a while. Spearhead's got their Aqua. Like, there's tons out there right now. Wow, I, I didn't even think about all of those. That that's amazing. Like it's really, really good time. And the first three, like I've got a case of City Seltzer arrived today. I got the case from Bellwoods where they got the non-alcoholic Jelly Kings and the Stay Classy plus the sparkly waters. I got the case of that, and then there was um, and Libra from well, they're outside of uh, Ontario, but they're available here. They're from PEI, but them plus there's one more, and then Collective. We went by the other day and grabbed. They did three beers. They did a bunch of uh, mocktails as well as like flavored waters and stuff. It's just like. Something I think people are becoming more health conscious here, and they're realizing that yo, we can't keep drinking you know six double IPAs every uh, every day and expect to keep that waistline trim and feel healthy and stuff. So I feel like there's a there's a big focus on that, and I think that's a real positive thing. I've, you know, if people haven't read Nate's article um, on dry January, which is something that keeps coming up every year, and I think it's one of the most viewed uh, articles on the website. So BOSpodcast.com. If you want, you can go to NathanDoesBeer.com and check that out because that's all of his uh, pieces there. It might be the easiest way to find it. Um, definitely read that and, and you know take that in. But I really feel like that was like two years ago now. Um, so I feel like you were a bit ahead of the game thinking about that and seeing – it manifests here, I think is a real positive thing. It's a great step forward for, um, for the beer scene. Absolutely. Yeah. And it definitely seems like breweries are recognizing that, um, that, that like that the consumers want to have these options and to still be able to support their local breweries and whatnot. So to give them the products to like to do that with, it just makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with that, I'm not sure if there was any other things you want to call out to begin with that you notice, or would you like to just get down and dirty and into it? Pause. No, I think that's a good start. Uh, I think it's probably time to uh, get through our list here. Alrighty. Would you? Uh, you we know what? Should, maybe. Uh, uh, so crack the beer? we should. Um, uh, yeah, well, he, uh, no, it'll give let, it away. Let's hold off on the, uh, like on cracking the beer, like just yes, but. Okay. Um, um, something that we should specify yes. is that, uh, the, like, so for the top ten, um, they are in no particular order. It's not ranked. 
Um, so, that, like, so, so these are just kind of all on equal footing top 10 with the one exception that we are going to name um, a, best, uh, a, a best brewery in Ontario of 2022. Every, but everything else is, uh, like, is equivalent top 10. And as we already said, we're going to intersperse some honorable mentions uh, um, in addition to the top 10 as we go along. Yes. And uh, also to note, we did not do a brewery of the year last year um, for our first time doing this. And uh, in Quebec, the Quebec one last year was the first time we did a brewery of the year. And then this year we did, we did it again. And uh, because I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, in 2021, we didn't feel like there was an overall, like this brewery changed the game type of thing. Whereas this year, it was pretty tight. There was a couple in the running for this, um, arguably a few, sorry if I want to be correct. Um, but we felt that the brewery that we decided uh, on as a brewery of the year truly, truly deserved it. Um, and it was, it was like almost like, I was about to say obvious that it, we just, we had to do it. I feel like we had to do it. I yeah. like to continue doing it cause it's a bit of fun. Not that we're trying to rank anyone or you know, make it a competition, but this is just a retrospective looking back and kind of, you know, giving the flowers, giving props where it's due. And it's kind of fun to have a brewery of the year, I think. But once Absolutely. again, it's all subjective. I don't want to really want to find the final. I know we keep doing notes. The final note was that because people like, yeah, but what about this? But what about, but what about? I'm like, if we don't drink them a lot, then we can't include them. So like if we know yeah. that X brewery is, re- I've had, you know, we've had beers from them before. We know they're renowned for being great at what they do. But if we didn't drink much of them, we can't in good faith, like put them on the list. Cause how do we know? Like this is from our personal experience and fortunately i guess for us that we have pretty similar tastes uh for the most part so we drink a lot of the same stuff so that we're exposed to a lot of the same things but you know i'm trying maybe some things you're not vice versa so you know if people like yeah but what about but what about it's it doesn't mean they're not amazing it just means that it didn't really cross our paths um that much yeah that's really all it is and that can obviously with however many what is it 250 breweries i think in ontario like or is it four fifty? Whatever it is, it's not. It's not a small number. Yeah. It's impossible to try everything, and uh, we do our best to, to to keep abreast of what's going on. But that will be why for those before you go and say what about that is why. And if there is a what about, you go. You should go and check these guys out. Always down for any recommendations that people are passionate about. So, with that said, Mister Dusbier, uh, shall we get to the first honourable mention? Like that does good enough. Uh, the first yeah, honorable okay. mention. <laughs> the first honorable mention. Maybe because you're going to kick off the top ten. Maybe I'll do the first honorable mention. So yeah, go for it. The first one is a brewery that is near and dear to my heart. Um, if you uh, you be able to see some of their beers or one of their beers just to my left here, uh, they're an honorable mention for being the best widely accessible brewery in Ontario. We are talking about Soda City. Uh, such a fantastic brewery. Um, funnily enough, I was on a call with them today. Sam is a champion. Uh, I've been extraordinarily impressed with everything that they've been doing. I think they absolutely nailed their haze. It is just disgusting what they've done with that, with the body, with the, the you know, even from this, from Get It In Ya, which is our collab we did in 2018. So this is five years this month. No, next month, February. We brewed it in January. Um, this compared to what they're doing now is is league. Like, this was great, but they just nailed that. Their their barrel program is phenomenal. Um, for their specialty stuff, 
So I'm talking about the specialty stuff. But if you go to any LCBO, you can get Lone Pine, um, Golden Beach. Golden Beach? Yeah. Yeah. Um, usually the old Little Norway. Comes, yep, Little Norway, the pale, uh, like the Czech, whatever, um, like kind of like a lager, pale lager. Um, you probably know more than me because I, I don't frequent LCBOs as much as I should. Yeah, I don't frequent the LCBOs very, like, very much either, to be okay. honest. But, uh, but but like those are the those are the big ones for sure. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, their haze, which we've talked about before, um, where like where they really turned the game around with their like with their haze was when Everyday Magic came out. That, like that was a huge step up from the like from the previous haze that they've had. But before that. Um, like they had the West Coast game in Ontario on lock with uh, like with Lone Pine has always been a fantastic um, West Coast IPA. We talked about that one when we did our West Coast episode a little while back, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, like and like we were saying, most widely accept- like best widely accessible brewery uh, like in Ontario because they are ones that you can find in, in any LCBO and uh, like beer stores in the province, and uh, like so extremely accessible no matter where you are in the province and just absolute a one beer uh, like across the style spectrum they've got something for everyone couldn't agree more so definitely well deserved uh sawdust so tario top 10 i'm gonna grab the beer so we can show it at the same time yes do you have it there that's right oh you do i do i do have it here ready to go all right uh, I'll let you and I'm excited. I, I'm excited for it because I like because I'm parched and it's just been teasing me the whole time. We've been uh, staring at uh, it. We've been doing the intro. Yes. yes. So first up on the Ontario top ten, this is one that was on the, like that was on our list uh, last year and much deservedly so. It's on like it's on the list again. So let's show it. Bold. From Toronto, Godspeed Brewery. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Big claps. Could not yeah, do a top so, ten without uh, Godspeed. <laughs> no, absolutely no not. And um, anyone listening who's uh, like who's had anything from Godspeed, I'm sure they like. I'm sure they wouldn't argue. Um, Bim is easily one of the best brewers in the province, and um, they they're making probably the be- like, like easily the best loggers in the province. Uh, you could probably even say in the country. Um, and I don't think, and I, and I don't think anyone would argue with you. Uh, what we are, they had something very, very special happen in uh, 2022 as well. And yes. um, that is related to the beer that we are drinking tonight because they did a massive collaboration with Chekfar, um, one of, like one of the, uh, classic breweries, uh, like out of the Czech Republic. And this, uh, so Boo or buh, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Yeah, no, um, but I this was buh. W- like, but that was a um, uh, like this was kind of their tribute to Chekvar that they uh, like initially brewed, and then when they did this collaboration with Chekvar, they uh, like they did a special edition of it, um, which is what we're having right now. And I'm uh, like, this is the first time I'm tasting it, so I'm very excited Ooh. to try it. Oh, I'm excited for you. Uh, I made sure that I got, I was so amped for this. I mean, Godspeed are just uh, spectacular. Um, this beer, I was very, very excited about their Czech gods. So, let's take a sip. Sorry. Cheers, brother. Get that in. Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. Oh, good Lord. It, it's just special. So 
you know, they did uh, the old um, the Czech government thing where they went to the Czech Republic and, um, you know, they were one of the brewers that did that. Uh, they've been really, really dialing in their Czech beers and doing it authentically with the, you know, triple decoction and the floor malted barley and all that stuff. The, the Luca taps in there. I went there for my birthday in 2021 and, oh, 2022, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, I just drank Luca Paws all night. It was just glorious. And this was super cool because, you know, I don't know if any Canadian brewery has done a collab with a Czech brewery like this, particularly a legendary one on a style that's, you know, they just helped them tweak this recipe. And, and it's just no other word for it. It's special, man. Like everything they do is spectacular. Like I could, I, I got a bunch. I never get more than like one or two, usually one, maybe two of anything. I got like a six of these because um, I knew I needed these in my life and it was going to be special and it did not uh, let me down at all. It's, you know, they, they're just so consistent. So se- like Bim is so serious about the style. So when you're that passionate, yeah. I think I think a style like this, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Like, yeah, I think you have to be truly passionate. And the other breweries who are brilliant at this, um, some of them will be mentioned uh, in this spot as well. Um, they also share that passion. And I think it's just, that's what this is. Like when you're making this style of beer, it's super difficult. It's super intricate. It's hundreds of years of tradition. And to try and replicate that over here with, you know, try and match the water profile and get the, you know, the proper Czech grown SARS, which I believe is in shortage right now. Um, the barley done the same way, the triple decoction, which I always forget what it is. People have told me like seven times, but I keep forgetting. Um, you know, it's, it's truly special for them to be able to do this and pump it out of this quality is just mind blowing, man. And, uh, can't say enough about them. Absolutely. There are very few brewers who could, uh, like who can brew lagers this clean, the, like this crisp, that, uh, this well, it's, uh, like it's a very special talent that uh, like that few brewers have, and we're very very lucky to have this uh, like to have this available to us in Ontario. Um, not just the loggers, of course, but like there's so many other styles that like that they do really well. Also, um, like no one else does smoked beers quite like them. And in fact, um, I, I like I think it was even just today that I saw, or maybe it was yesterday, that they've got a smoked beer fest coming up in a couple of weeks and normally from anyone outside like i'd kind of be turning my nose up at that because yeah. like, smoked like we've talked about this before but smoked beers aren't really our jam mm. um but it's a special thing when it comes from godspeed though because it's so subtle and so delicate that think, um, yeah. if if you've ever been turned off of a roush beer or whatnot before um like all you got to do is try godspeed's smoked porter and uh you, you know it, it might just change your mind couldn't agree more it's the only smoked beers i enjoy and i will proactively search out they just it's it's so subtle and it's not the bacon campfire that is the element that you and i typically don't enjoy from them it's just it's a just it's once again it's exquisite excuse me big burps um it's it's refined it's complex it's like thoughtful the use yep. of the smoked malt it's just i've never had anything like it and i just really think godspeed's a special brewery man i really just i love what bim's doing i think he's a great dude um and and i've the yeah once again this dedication to this style it's so needed and i feel i would probably credit godspeed to turning me on to crispy boys primarily 
I would probably say. And I can't yep. remember when it happened, but I would have to give them the vast majority of the credit because every time, my, fortunately, my brother lives right near them. So every time I come to Toronto, I'd always, always, even if I wasn't seeing my brother, I would go out of my way to go to Godspeed every trip um, and grab usually like half, like 12 beers typically to bring back. I would get more usually, but I usually have too much other stuff. Um it's just as you can all it's like such and i love they're in the small cans too they're just such crushes but imagine having a crusher at this level of quality like sorry this level of quality it's just yeah, yeah. it's bonkers bro like it's just it's it's so it's, they're such an important part of the scene here um i'm, I'm just yeah. very happy it is like it like it would not be exaggerating to say they're world class absolutely not absolutely not i mean it's what do you, how do you feel about this beer, by the way? So this is like this is a special edition of the bar or whatever. Um, there's another version, which is um, whatever their original kind of recipe that they came up with, and this is the 4.6% uh, version that was um, essentially I don't know if you said it before, like tweaked by the brewmaster Adam Bros B R O Z. Probably know how you pronounce it because the Czech letters. Um, you know, and and help them tweak it. But yeah, what do you think? Being a god Godspeed uh, fanatic as I am, um, thoughts? Uh, it's it's spectacular. Like like I was saying, I was pretty parched before I, like, before I cracked this open, and I'm finding it hard to like to slow down with it. I'm yep. plowing through it, and <laughs> I'm like it's and it's so dry that like I keep on wanting to just keep on taking more sips of it. It's uh, like it's so so good. Um, yeah, like it's it's really really dry. It's super super crisp, um, and it's it's like it's got such like a robust malt bill, but it's not uh, the, like like but it's not sitting he- like too heavy or grainy or anything like that. It's it like it's just really really nice and clean. Well said. Yeah, man. It's I, yeah, I'm already halfway done. Um, and I know we did start. We were yapping for a bit beforehand with getting set up, and then. We were talking for a bit in the intro, so we've been talking for a while and not been bloody drinking. And this is my first beer of the night. I imagine yours too. So it's it is yeah yeah um, yeah man. It's just I we, like cannot say enough. I don't foresee a top ten uh, breweries in Ontario list without Godspeed on them uh, on BOS yeah. in, in the foreseeable future at all. This would like this would be one of the ones justifiably so that if we didn't have it on the list, like people would be like guys. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and that would be deserved. Yeah, there's there's just no yeah, way. It would, it would. <laughs> as long as they keep this up, and I feel like they're not only keeping this up, they're just they're like you know innovating for lack of a better word. Like they're innovating, you know, meaning they're getting deeper into the Czech stuff and tweaking these recipes and trying different things. And you know, they knocked out barley wines. They've done a seltzer that was great, like a green tea uh, lemon seltzer, I believe. Um, they do like some some killer West Coast style Vermont style IPAs. They do here and there. Um, they just did that barley wine. They canned it, which I've had before, and uh, yeah, I liked it before. I liked that one before I even got back into barley wines. Um, it, it's just yeah, man. I feel like they can do you know they've got their sort of thing that they do, and they lean into it, and that's what they do, and they do it on a world class level. So yeah. Godspeed, well deserved, freaking legend. There we go. All righty. Next up, Next so we're, up. Going to, we're only drinking, by the way, we're drinking five of the 10 beers. So we're just, you know, we obviously be sloshed if we, we drink them all. So we tried to pair up. So we had the same ones. I, I guess that was something else we did say. So the next brewery, uh, another big fave of mine. I 
was introduced to them maybe through you actually you got me my first beers from these i think so yeah all of them for a while now i think of it that's right um we had them on the pod last year so we really got to hear the story and learn more about them and i was absolutely blown away by the quality of the beers that we're drinking on the pod and everything since then uh the next brewery top 10 brewery in ontario willibold what is it farm distillery and brewery well done I have one of their uh, cans here. Um, Willibald actually participated in Link Up this year. In this last series, they did a fruited Goza, which was spectacular. Uh, they were absolute pleasure to work with. Cam is such a G. Joe is a gentleman as well. He's a fellow Hamiltonian. Um, I just love everything about Willibald, man. So when, when you um, – how did you discover them? Because I guess you put me onto them. Or multiple people told me about them. Uh, Will from Rosewood, funnily enough, told me because they do the distillery side. Um, right. And I heard their name like four times maybe, including from you, and then you were able to get some and uh, very, very impressed with what I had. I'd love to hear how you got onto them. Yeah, um, I – because I, I first uh, like came upon them I, like in 2020 – um, which might have been the first year they opened, if not, uh, it might have been in early 2020, if not late 2019, but okay. uh, it would have been pretty shortly afterwards. But I uh, like discovered them while in lockdown. Um, the, I, like, I believe the first, like the first two beers that I was able to get my hands on, um, through the Dominion city store here was, uh, uh like was their Hellas and, uh, like, and, a big nine percent imperial stout called Limbo. Um, those were the first two that I like, like that I tasted from them, and uh, they can knock out a dynamite lager. I'll tell you that for free, because um, because like, their Hellas is really good, and um, that, like and Limbo was uh, the, like, the, the, that one was a shocker because it's like, like it's a nine percent stout, and you know you don't like there's not a whole ton of brewery that do just a straight up imperial stout like either it's a milk stout or it's got a bunch of adjuncts or it's barrel aged or whatnot um but like a straight up imperial oatmeal stout um like like you don't see too many of them and you especially weren't seeing many of them back in 2020 um but like just like a nice okay like like kind of a thick warming uh like really chocolatey but without chocolate added um like you know bitter dark chocolate, bitter coffee, just kind of getting all of that from the, ba- the like from the base ingredients was so- like, was something super special. So, um, definitely knew it was on to something there. They were also one of the first Ontario breweries that I came across that did the, um, that did the all together, uh, collab, other half. uh, yeah. like, like from other half. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was my introduction to them, and of course, had a bunch more sins that I shared with you. Their haze was, like was great, and like continues mm. to get better. They're definitely up there in Ontario um, oh, yeah. on haze, but they, uh, um, but they've, they've they've got a pretty varied um, style uh, like style list. Like you would like I don't, I, w- I wouldn't put them listed as like a hype brewery that's doing 95% uh, haze there. Uh, like they do a pretty good mix um, of styles across the board that they knock out pretty well. They definitely do. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I know you got me one of their West coasts and I think you might've got me one of their milkshakes because they were uh-huh. one of the few breweries doing milkshakes at a high level. 
Um, yeah. And uh, that was very impressive. But yeah, definitely, I kind of in my head, I have them in the hype category because they're Hayes. Like for people who don't know, I would highly recommend you guys go and listen to the pod that Nate and I did with Cam and Joe. Um, it must've been like April-ish in 2022. Um, something like that. A little earlier, maybe. Actually, maybe it was March because uh, of I know when it I would have been born. March because because were yeah because it was before my son was born. Okay, so Joe used to work at Monkish and McKellar, so he has high high level training um, with this type of stuff. And during that pod, we had their export lager. It was a six percent lager, and you mentioned before how good their crispies were, and it was spectacular. It's very difficult to make a six percent lager not taste six percent. Um, spectacular. We had their. Um, uh, I think it was their Tim Hortons, like a milk stout. Um, yep. Uh, there was another one that I forget. Maybe you remember because you're so much better than me with memory. Um, there was definitely another IPA, which is slipping my mind at the moment. And then I know we, we finished did the triple. with where the, uh, yeah, we finished where the fuck, with is, where the fuck is air. Which is the uh, like, which is the triple? I'm yes. It's that was in my just mind amazing. What, the, like, what the other IPA was? We'd have to go and look back. I'm sure it won't take long. But either way, I was just so impressed with them. On that triple IPA was glorious, and I'm not a triple fan. Yep. And it was just so well done. Uh, fortunately, Durand here in Hamilton, which is something else I discovered this this year um, properly with their bottle shop. Sorry, this year, last year. Um, and I'm, I bought one of their beers today. They had they dropped a single IPA. Um, I forgot what it was called, but I saw that and I was like, yes, please. And I feel like they do more doubles than singles, or I, uh, I, I don't get as many doubles personally. But um, yeah, man, I just feel like everything they do is just great. Like you know, they do a mix of the short cans, tall cans. They like I've never tried them, but they've got this crazy line of seltzers that are insanely popular, and they're in like a Red Bull can, like the bullet type of thing. Um, really cool artwork, super interesting flavors. Um, you know, of course, and they got the distillery side. They're making really interesting gins and rums and vodkas and stuff like that. Like they had this cool Christmas gingerbread uh, gin that Tiff was looking yep. at because that Detour Cafe here they have they have a little beer and wine liquor section. They had it there, um, and 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 Cam was saying that the food there is is brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super. Uh, I'm just like I'm just a big fan of them. I think they're just great dudes as well. Um, you know, how we had Cam on the pod again for link up and he's just a lovely guy man and just like passionate about what they do and they just uh, seem like i'm just a really good team tight-knit team that care and it, it can't be easy to knock out high quality liquor and spirits on top of beer in the varied styles plus the seltzer business like they're doing a lot plus the kitchen and running the actual place like it's, it's a lot of products that they're managing and have to do at a really high level so I'm just uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just a big fan. I haven't been up there yet. Um, I plan to get up there hopefully this or next month. Um, check it out and see what's going on. But yeah, I would love to get up there sometime. Apparently, it's a, ble- a beautiful space that they've got. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. Um, but yeah, man, Willabold, absolutely deserving of uh, of being on the list. And um, if you haven't tried them, couldn't recommend it enough. Definitely grab some of this stuff. I haven't had their spirits or their seltzers, but I've only heard amazing things. I definitely want to, want to try all of those as well. And I imagine they're as good as uh, as the beers are. And uh, yeah, um, I've not. Tr- uh, I've tried a couple of their spirits. Like I've had their uh, like kind of their house gin, um, which like, which is quite good. 
Uh, and I've also had um, their first seltzer was the like was their watermelon seltzer, which I remember being released in the summer of 2020. And um, like that is just a banger on a hot summer day. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm not surprised, man. Like the flavors they had were were really cool. Like great, great flavors. I feel like I might even give them a crack this summer. I feel like there's just too much beer right now. I'm always distracted by the volume of beer so i don't dabble as much as perhaps i would like but uh the seltzers look really fun man i'm just like fan of them and then the branding not even to mention the branding is is killer i feel like the way they execute the social is high level their merch is great um it's just a really thoughtful business run by really good people who really care and uh absolutely we need more of it and they're they're putting you know and and they also really care about diversity and they were you know they had a lot of really interesting thoughts about it like cam had some really cool things to say about you know what they people are coming to work in air who live in guelph who live in kitchener who live here because there's maybe 30 45 minute travel time which is pretty normal for someone to commute to a job so they're able to attract a more diverse um you know workforce in a smaller town that's slowly growing because it's you know it's cheaper to buy land out there than it is you know people are moving out of the bigger cities and such so um yeah man i just feel like they're a positive a net positive um impact on uh, on the industry and that's what we want to see more of 100 let's fucking go so first two down Nate, uh, do you want to let them know the next honorable mention? Yes, absolutely. So next honorable mention is Best New Brewery in Ontario of 2022. And uh, this one comes to us from Bloomfield, Ontario. It's All My Friends Brewing. Let's go. Yeah. So welcome to the scene, All My Friends. Yes. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, these are new guys in the Prince Edward County scene, which is just booming in the last couple of years with the, like, with the additions of, uh, like, Slake and uh, now all my friends. And, of course, they, they, like, they already had um, bangers like Matron and, uh, uh, like, and the rest of the good, uh, like, good breweries there. It's, like, yes. it's just a great scene out that way. Um, but, yeah. Had a, they had a few um, things from like from all my friends already. Um, their haze is tasting pretty, like pretty good. Uh, West coasts are solid. Um, however, the like the most special one that I had recently um, was one that I like that I got from you from our uh, like from our trades that you grabbed for me from Durand was Stellar, their oatmeal milkshake stout, and that one was just glorious. Nine percent, just a meal in a glass. So nice. Not to mention Absolutely. the can. The can with this beautiful because it's called Stella. It had this little space thing going on, and they had the black cap. So it was the the it's like the can was black, and it had the sticker that didn't go top to bottom. So then it had the the sticker around it that was all just like metallic and beautiful, and then the black cap. It was just such a really well presented beer as well. Um, and yep. the, obviously the liquid inside was was fantastic. Their their branding across the board though is a one. It is just fantastic. It's really really good. The labels can't be cheap. With with no, the metal, no, I wouldn't stuff. think. No, um, yeah. we're, we're definitely going to have the, Ryan and the, and the team on the pod. We've been uh, in talks with them to get that on for a little while now. But they want what something that uh, we try not to do if breweries don't want to. I feel like. We don't always want to get them on the pod. You know, they've been open for two weeks. Let's get them on. Yeah, you want to give them a bit of time to get in the groove, to to um, 
you know, tighten it, tighten stuff up, dial it in. Even I tried basically all their re- the early releases, and then as it's gone over, I, I imagine it was in the summer. They were here. I got them all from Duran, so I imagine it was from when we moved here. And the improvement in say the last four to six months was already really strong. Like there was one IPA called Candy that I had was is crazy. I couldn't believe the jump. So it's like they. You know, they figured the system out. Like, all right, we know what we you know. We know what we're doing. So obviously, yeah. they were great brewers beforehand. You got to figure out the system, but also, you know, you, you're translating these maybe homebrew recipes. I is my guess because we haven't had the story yet to these larger systems, and then you know, you got to tweak them, guys. And you know, they're they're putting out some interesting, uh, you know, styles. I saw today they had like a dry hop blonde. They got like some sort of uh, citrus wheat beer, um, you know, pale yeah. ales, some sours. I had. Um, yeah, obviously the stout, you know, IPAs, pale ales, double IPAs. Like they, you know, they're putting out some really interesting stuff, man. Um, and they're, they're going hard, you know, they're, they're taking everything really serious. So, um, absolutely very, very impressed. Uh, they are going to be, if, and I imagine you would agree with me here, being that they were the best new brewery 2022, they are the one to watch for 2023, I think. Yeah, I'm I, like I'm really excited to see what this next year, like what they're able to put out in the, uh, like in the next year. I have a feeling we'll be talking about them in a year's time. I could not agree more. I'm very excited for that one. So moving on, top ten, Nate. Next one. Uh, yes. So um, I should go grab that beer before uh, I can uh, stall for a bit. Before we yeah. do that one. Yeah. Okay. Beer back. No worries. So uh, really great start. Um, yeah, I mean, look, once again, for for those who maybe forgot, like the breweries that we are choosing are just the ones that we happen to have a decent amount from this year. So, you know, if there are breweries that we need to know about, comment, DM, message, whatever, let us know, uh, if, you know, what we need to be drinking, um, you know, and trying this year to, to keep these lists diverse because we want to just try the best of the best. So, all right, Nathaniel. All right. Uh, yeah. So next time I'll go and grab while like, like while you're still talking about the previous one, so you don't need so you don't need to tap dance. <laughs> I'm used to it, but yes, I like that. All right. Here we go. So next up in the top ten is uh, a hometown one for me. Another one that was on the list last year, and uh, one that'll surprise no one. I think Tooth and Nail from Ottawa. Hey, oh wait, wait, wait! Gotta gotta clap him in. Gotta clap him in for Maddie. Oh, yes. There it is. Oof. This, man, I fucking love Tooth and Nail, bro. So do I. Um, you so put me onto them. We, uh, like, I think yeah, you put me onto them. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I, I think so, yes. And, uh, you know, they, they were, I, I think they were your first Ottawa pod, if I'm, uh, if I'm not mistaken. They were. It was special and it was funny because it was at a time where I was absolutely crazy obsessed with haze because it was just something that um i was getting into was 2017 so they did not do that so i felt like i only really started to appreciate tooth and nail in the last two years maybe even less maybe like even year and now i'm like i saw you in we went to quebec uh for the uh um uh, Oktoberfest in September and I came and saw you and then yep. um, I went by Tooth and Nail 
I was like, that was the only brewery I went to after St. Kim. I was like, well, I'm going to fucking tooth it now, bro. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to go. Um, and even just to pick up, uh, you got me this stuff. Uh, thank God. Cause I feel like you were going there. I'm like, anytime you go there, just you know, please holler at me. Cause I always going to want some, but you know, Vim and Vigor, which is what I thought I had tonight. Um, but I, I drank them all is one of the greatest, uh, pills in the province easily. Absolutely. Easily. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's ridiculous how good this is. Um, I have just while you're taking those photos, I have grace and gratitude. They're whole cone SARS lager. Um, which is the first time I, I, I had, I got two cans of this is the second can. This is uh really, really spectacular. And you have uh, your favorite beer um, there. Yes. It, yes, I do. And it's even the same one that I was drinking when we were talking about tooth and nail last year on this, like, on this <laughs> podcast. it is once again, it's one of my favorite beers that they put out. This is hop hugs, um, which is their annual whole, whole cone classic American IPA, their tribute to Sierra Nevada celebration. Um, and it is it's so good. Yeah. It, it's so fucking good. You finally had it for the like for for the first time uh, a, a few weeks ago. What do you yes. reckon? Yes, loved it, bro. It, it's like it's the perfect like a fresh hop um, IPA. I think it's like six percent, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, and uh, it was just exactly what you want. Like that perfect multi caramel, just enough piney resin bitterness. That sort of you know that herbal grassiness of the fresh cup, uh, fresh cone hops. Um, and it was just, once again, I, I really, like I was saying, I feel like I, I absolutely didn't appreciate tooth and nail when I first was exposed to them. Now I really, I get it. I fucking get it. And tooth and nail and Godspeed to me are very much alike in their dedication to, um, the, the craft of, of brewing. Matt is very serious with it. Um, that's why they didn't buy into any of the, uh, you know, the hype stuff and they do, you know, spectacular stouts, um, incredible range of crispies. They don't, you know, do any haze, but they do something like that. The hop hugs, it's like the celebration, um, you know, and they just, they, they execute, man. They, and it's just, it's yeah. just so good. It's, it's a, it, like, it's a case of when I'm having a sip of hop hugs, like I don't wish it was haze, you know, mm-hmm. It's like, like, like there's enough people make, like making great haze. Um, like when it comes to tooth and nail, I would like, you know, I'm like, I, I'd much rather do like, like have them do what Maddie wants to brew because what he wants to brew is really fucking good. Like, yeah, like you couldn't ask, like you couldn't ask for like for, for anything better when you're having like a vim and vigor, or, like grace and gratitude. Um, this like they brew some dynamite West Coast IPAs. Um, oh, yeah. Like, uh, like a fave of mine is Sucker Punch, which is their West Coast double IPA. Um, like, and that one is aptly named because like that literally just tastes like a like a hot punch in the mouth. It's uh, like, it's that much, like, it's so fucking good. Um, like it's super, super piney, like it's sticky resinous vibes. It's uh, like, it's like that thick caramel malt. It's really fucking good. And, um, and you certainly would never be complaining if you're uh, there at the brew pub and you have uh, fortitude on nitro. That is just heavenly. I was somewhere recently, Baja, and I had it on nitro because they had it there because you had talked about it and it was glorious. 
um, yeah. for my brother's yeah. birthday in November. And I, I got to drink some of the, actually one of the breweries is coming up next. Two of the breweries is coming up next. And then I had the, the fortitude on, uh, on Nitro. And I, I forgot to tell you about it. It was just genuinely fantastic, man. Um, one thing I really loved, we did the pod. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but I would love to do it this year. And I'm telling you publicly just cause I'll forget telling you afterwards. Um, we should do the pod again. Cause I know you were sick. I think um, the last time we had it organized for the um, the St. Patrick's Day release where we did the four-pack of stouts and we drank that during the pod and Noah filled in for you. But I'd love to do that with uh, me, you, and Maddie. And Noah can jump on if he likes, if he's not busy. But if we'd like to do that this year, maybe we should um, follow up on that because I just – I'd love to talk more about this type of stuff uh, with Maddie. Their stouts are just so good, though. They're so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I just you got me a bottle of the Fortissimo uh, barrel aged um, stout last trade that we did, which I was very stoked to have. So I'm going to let that sit in the cellar for a little bit. But I'm very excited for that. I don't think I yeah. That's had, a, I'll expect to see that coming up on a big beer Wednesday soon. You know the vibes. I've been looking at. It. I'm trying to like figure out what I want to do because it's literally like one of these beers per week. I've got to be like, oh, you know, I got I got to pre-plan it. But yeah, I'm very excited for that. I just. Once again, it's just dedication and a passion. I guess, you know, as we're going through this, you're going to probably see that come up a lot. And because we know Matt and we know how he gets down, you know, from the range of beers, this, he's very similar to Godspeed in the sense that, like, he does what he cares about. The range is tight from, like, Krispies to a certain type of IPA. Uh, I, I think they do, like, some barley wines, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. And then like the big stouts and stuff, and also like small stouts, anything from like the oatmeal up to the the barrel aid stuff. It's it's a a tighter niche of what he does, but he does them all so well. And there's something to be said about that. I think that's that absolutely. that could arguably be part of the future of craft beer, not only just in Ontario but in, anywhere. Is that you're gonna have to lean into something, whatever it is yeah. that you do well. That's what you're going to have to keep doing because that's what's going to separate you from everyone else. And they just had their seventh anniversary a few months ago. I think it was in September actually, because I went and got the seventh, uh, they do the Vim and Viga anniversary edition. It's slightly different and it's just glorious. Um, and they do, um, and, and they do red letter day as well, which is their anniversary IPA. And, um, uh, when I when I was there to grab that, Matt was telling me he reckons that's the best IPA they've put out, and uh, like having tried that, that was fucking it's special. Money. It was yeah, really man. really good. <laughs> yeah, and it was somewhat along the lines of the Hop Hugs, like not obviously not not exactly the same, but along those lines of IPA. Would you say was that not fair? Um, I wouldn't put it quite the, like quite the same. Hop hugs is different with it being like with it being like the whole cone vibe, uh, like the whole cone fresh hop vibe. That's a, like it's a, a bit of a different thing. Like re, like Red Letter Day is more uh, like is more of a true West Coast, um, but like but like but thing with it though is it was so refined and I like something that really stuck out to me with it is that the malt bill like really shined in like in that one and for that to stand out in an ipa is no easy feat um because you know it's so easy for hop flavor to like to dominate in it and not to say that the hops were like weren't a big player in it but like the malt character in it really created such a delightfully balanced experience that like i i'm 
I, I can't even adequately describe it to like to do it justice. It was just, like it was just that fucking good. That's completely fair. I, I knew you would have a better take on it than I do. I'm still sort of uh, trying to to consume much more Tooth and Nail this year. I definitely have. Uh, I want to be drinking a lot more of uh, of their beers. I'm just uh, you know, I'm, last year was probably the most Tooth and Nail I'd had. And uh, I was very happy to do that, and I would like that to continue this year. I mean, I guess I can always just fucking order it online too, but it's always fun to, if you're going to go past there, you know, might as well get some more. But yeah, man, this is just another brewery that uh, thank you for putting me onto them. And uh, I'm just extremely, uh, once again, happy that what they're contributing to Ontario Craft Beer is just phenomenal and uh it's it's a genuine pleasure and i really hope the people if you haven't tried them like and you're in ontario go order them if you're not fucking figure it out trade with someone whatever it is they're just you you need them in your life yeah you gotta do it beautiful all right i feel like we're, we're plodding along here so we might have to move a little faster um the next brewery this one let me see if i got something from them there we go uh, this next brewery is uh a, a big fave of mine as well i believe they were on last year um these are the most innovative brewery in the province, if not the country. Make some noise for Rorschach Brewery. Nice. So Rorschach, uh, this was a collab we did with them, uh, I think it's 2021. Yeah, 2021. Um, this is their uh, series called Decadence, and we did one called Decadent As, and to play on the Aussie thing. And Decadence is probably, it's got to be top two, top three at most, a best beer series in Ontario. Like, I love it so much. It's just a 7% milk stout, and they make them after uh, different desserts, typically, or something fun. And they're just so balanced. Like, they have no business being that balanced and easy to drink. And perfect sweetness. I've moved away, and, and you have too, because I know you can speak to this, moved away a little bit from, like, the big pastries. They're not as interesting maybe as they used to be, you and I seem to have moved towards the more refined stuff. You were there before me, but I'm catching up uh, with the Krispies, with like, you know, well done farmhouse, with just like bourbon barrel aged big stouts with West Coast IPAs, as opposed to the crazy shit. Obviously, haze is a big thing, but that aside, I feel like Rorschach have really nailed that and, and made it so palatable and so delicious, whilst also being fucking bonkers with their other shit. Um I don't yeah. know if you had anything you want to add on the on that first before I keep going. Yeah, like I like I think you're I think you're absolutely right on um, on uh, like on the decadence series. I like, like I think that when it comes to pastry esque, st- like I, I even hesitate to call them pastry yeah. stouts. They call like, them dessert like, stouts. Pa- right, right, and 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 that's probably adequate. But they're like dessert stouts, pastry, pastry adjacent, whatever you want to call them. I think <laughs> what they do right with those stouts is with whatever dessert that they're trying to um, mimic with it, that like what they're adding to it are like ingredients that will uh, like, that will create that flavor as opposed to just chucking in um, like a full version of something uh, like, like if they're trying to do like a chocolate bar, they're going to throw in like, like cocoa nibs and coconut and uh, like and cherries, uh, like and whatnot, like they did with uh, like with decadent as there. They're not chucking in entire whole chocolate bars to it. That's a good um, point. And, and like and, and like and that makes a huge difference um, in like in how they come out. It's 
really because like because really what they're doing is they're like they're tailor, tailoring the ingredients to a beer to create a like a desired flavor. Um, whereas when you're taking a whole product that was never meant to really be made, like be made into a beer. Like mm. like there are ones that have kind of done well with that, but taking the individual ingredients to kind of tailor it to a beer to create that flavor, you get a different result from that. And I think that no one does that better than Rorschach with that series. Well said. I never thought about that. I think that's very, very true. Um, and I think that, you know, they also do the malevolent benevolence series of like, they're about 14%. They're pretty big Imperial stouts. And they kind of do the same thing where they're kind of a little bonkers. Sometimes they're like apple brandy barrels or French rum barrels or whatever. And then sometimes they're like mint chocolate or like Hawaiian punch or some shit like that. But they're still refined in the same way because they don't put in like cakes or candy bars and things like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, and the so, thing that they avoid from not like from not doing those things, some of those ones where you throw in cakes or chocolate bars or cereal or whatever, you end up with an end product that kind of has an oily residue on it, and not only does that create head. kind of like a like it, it creates a nasty film on the top of it and makes it so that there's absolutely no head, as you like you were just saying. Sorry, I interrupted so you. Yeah. It's like no, that, that, yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that can kind of kill the experience a little bit. But if yeah. you're able to still create that, like, still create that taste, have like a nice full body to it that's not kind of creating an oil, like an oily texture on your palate, and still be able to have like the right carbonation to still have good head retention and whatnot. Like that's what you want if you're making that kind of a beer. Couldn't agree more. I, I kind of uh, I didn't even consider that as one of their like key points for why they're so good. Um, I love that so much, and that's so true for at least those two things. But I feel like they are a brewery that kind of do the whole range of stuff, and they do them all really well. They're crispies. They do everything. A sick Mexican lager. Their horchata dessert lager. Funnily enough, our collab with Nickelbrook, the Green Apple um, – beer was inspired by that the orchata lager that they do with lactose in a lager which is something i always joked about and they fucking did it and it's fire um they do the japanese uh super dry and the, there was another version with uh something i mean, yuzu or some shit that looks like an asahi can and it's fire like a japanese lager um super great their ipas insane like crazy thick haze well, you you know, super dank, really well used, uh, like the way they rock the hops, phenomenal. One thing they did uh, in 2022 was a series called Haterade, which was pretty funny. And it's essentially mimicked after Gatorade. And they did a blue one. And it was like, a, they actually use Gatorade powder. And it's fucking bright blue. And just tastes like a, the, bright, the blue one was like, whatever blue flavor <laughs> Gatorade is like. It's like a yeah, sour they're, beer. They're probably saying this blue raspberry or whatever. Probably something like that. And then for Pride, they did like six different ones. And they keep releasing like a green one, a red one. But the red one isn't raspberry. It's fucking you know, red Gatorade shit. Like a yellow one, a purple one, and stuff like that. And um, I didn't try any of those. Dan did. Shouts uh, to Dan. If y'all listen to BOS, you know who Dan is. And he was saying they're great. So, like, I feel like that was just, like, a fun thing that they're doing. Like, they're doing ridiculous shit like that, like, all the time. But it's, it's like, ridiculous but good because ridiculous isn't always good. And I really feel like they've been able to bring it to good. 
Um, yeah. Sorry, great. They, uh, like what like we, you and I often argue about innovation, uh, like Rorschach are one of the ones that I would say do good innovation. There you go. I mean, look, I'm kind of off that a little bit now. You know, now I'm team refined. But um, they do the best innovation for sure. I just feel like they're just always fun with, you know, super like lighthearted and, and about it. They're not too like, you know, and, and, they, and easily the most under the radar brewery um, in Ontario, I think. I just don't understand yeah. why they're not more hyped based on the the sheer quality of what they're doing from, you know, like Decadence, which is my favorite, to like the big barrel-aged stouts to like the Killer Krispies, the Fire ha- The haze is like lineup worthy haze. Like it's phenomenal. And everything's in the it short is. can. They do everything except I think that it's called Norma, Normopathy, Normopathy. The, there's like one lager in the big can. Everything else essentially is in short cans. So it's – I, I love that. I think short cans are awesome. And they do, I think for their anniversary, it was their fifth anniversary, so they did like a quintuple uh, hopped, you know, 11.9% IPA or whatever the fuck. Like it was bonkers. That's fucking They're crazy. wild. Yeah, and, and, it, and it was great. It really, truly yeah. was great. Um, and it, once again, short can. I could do it by myself without having to fuck me up for the whole evening. So I know that I'm just a really big fan. They also did Link Up Series 3 over the summer, and they did a cold IPA that was fantastic. It was their first cold IPA. Um, and they just did a real great job, man. They're just really passionate about the cause too. And to me, that's not why they're on the list because they were on the list last year. That was just dope. I was just really happy to have them involved. And I just think uh, Matt and Nolan, uh, just great dudes, and the team seems super cool. And now they've got the pizzas and stuff there that I haven't had, but I'd love to go there for a uh, for a pizza and hang out. Um, yeah, Big, big fan, big fan. Uh- um, one final note, and yes. they're another one that also that, like, that also have a non-alcoholic beer because they've got because like, they've got their free spirit, free um, spirit, and, like one there as well. And, and they've had that for a few years now, so that's uh, like I said, they were ahead of the game on that for sure. They but, yeah, were great brewery. Gra- glad you mentioned that, which is fantastic. So if you if you're into the NA stuff, it was it's a fire hazy IPA, really really good stuff, definitely great. So huge shouts to Rorschach. Uh, now. I think it's time for an honorable mention. This would be uh, you, sir. It is time. It is time for an honorable mention. Um, and while it's right in the same vein, we uh, like we accidentally had these lined up very well while we're talking about underrated breweries. Yeah. So this honorable mention is the underrated award, uh, and it goes out to Rouge River Brewery. Hey, that's a good one, man. Yes. Yeah, it's absolutely a good one it's one of those ones that every time i like i see some stuff either on instagram or if i'm looking at what's in stock at durand i'm like oh yeah like like, like, rouge, like rouge river like they, they, their shit is fucking good man mm-hmm. um like so they are like they are one of the ones that have been around doing haze in ontario for like for a while now um and it's t- like it's top quality shit. Like there's, uh, they've got a couple beers that have been old, like really heavy traded stuff. But like back before the widespread days of uh, like of being able to order beer online and whatnot, like things like Dangster's Paradise and um, uh, like and Dangster King, those are pretty heavily traded beers. Um, if you go back. Uh, like if, if you go back four or five years, and uh, like, and those beers still hold up beautifully, like when they're coming out now. Yeah, I've uh, never tried either of them, but I do recall you telling me about it. And funnily enough, Duran did a top ten beers of twenty twenty two, and uh, Dangster's Paradise, or I think that one made their top ten. 
No, yeah, I think it was their beer of the year. It was their actual number one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, damn. So okay. I was kind of pissed because I was like, motherfucker, I didn't get it. So I'm going to get it. I think it comes out every year. So I'm definitely going to grab it this year. I feel like Rouge River are underrated. They're based in Markham, which is just outside like a suburb of Toronto. And it's in this like industrial park. It's like no, you know, there's z- basically zero walk by traffic or anything. And you kind of got to know to go there. Um, and I feel like that might play a part in their underratedness. And it's, I, I, I'm definitely going to put it just like I said with Tooth and Nail. I feel like that's a brewery that I really want to drink more of in 2023. I feel like I had same two beers from them last year type shit, which is why they didn't make the top 10. They probably would have if both of us drank more of them. I really think so. I almost got some today to be honest, yeah. but I was already buying too many beers. So I was like, ah, fuck. Um, cause they had a couple of new drops and, um, you know, their, their label art is improving. It's super dope. You know, before it wasn't bad at all, but they went from the bottles now to cans and like, you know, we had them on the pod in like, I want to say 2018. It was fucking ages ago. So, um, you know, definitely excited to see what they do this year. And I feel like they're, they're probably just getting better. And I wanted, I want to be on top of that. Cause I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Um, Make that a goal for 2023. Cool. So we've got two so far. Beautiful. Love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to introduce the next one. Almost. This is halfway. Uh, this is a brewery I actually discovered. Oh, I have one of their beers here. Uh, in 2022, I knew about them because of other hype brewery owners were hyping up this brewery. And I think they're going to be one of the, when people discover how fucking good they are, I think they're going to be, uh, definitely one of the bigger breweries in Ontario if, if this secret gets out. And that brewery is Sun and Hill. So this is their, uh, link up beer. They did link up, uh this last series, I actually bought a bunch of them today. Finally, Duran got them in. So I, I finally got, some. I know you managed to get some, but I only just got it today. Um, this Sodden Hill, uh, a fantastic brewery in Caledon. They're actually, um, yeah, I'm close to Orangeville, I believe. And they do a whole bunch of stuff, primarily crispy boys. I believe they do a bunch of, uh, like farmhouse stuff, like sours and things, which I have yeah. not had. And I've had one of their IPAs and it was fantastic. Um, Callum is the owner and brewer. He's like a real quiet spoken, uh, you know, chill dude. Uh, seems also very serious about what he does, just like Maddie, just like Bim. Um, once again, continual signs. Uh, their crispies are just, just gorgeous. Um, I drank a yeah. lot of them last year. For, fortunately, I was able to get my hands on a bunch. I went to Bar Hop a few times, and Bar Hop always have Sun and Hill. Unfortunately, so I was able to try a bunch there. Durand typically stocks them, so today I got their Hellas and I got some more of the link up because I only had uh, we only had the one for the pod, so um, I wasn't able to get any for you or uh, my brother. So got some today. You managed to get some, but the hoppy pills they did was spectacular. Um, I just think they're they're super refined. I fucking love them. Having if I could just have like Sun and Hill, Tooth and Nail, and Godspeed in the fridge, all the short cans with all the crispies, I'm, I'm set. Bro. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's you're so a happy good. guy if you've got that. It, it, like if you if you've got that lineup in your fridge, yeah, I couldn't I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and I remember the episode that you were talking about, where a hype brewery who we'll be talking about later were like we're praising these guys um, early on, both mm. for their crispy boys and for, like and for their big bottles of their uh, like of their farmhouse stuff. It's 
really, really good. I've not had a ton from them, but what I have had has been really, really good. And I'm sure that like, and I'm sure it's a very reliable indicator to go on on how good the rest of their lineup is. The first thing I had from them was uh, a collab that they did with Dominion City, which I think was a rice logger. Okay. If um like if I'm remembering, I may I, I may have that wrong. It was a logger of some kind, but it, which side? But it was really Dominion or which side? What was it? No, it, it was it was a sauna and hill beer. Okay. Um, it was really like it was really really good. And uh, Bar Lupulus is uh, like they almost always have a sauna and hill tap on. Um, the last time I was there, I had Primo, which I think is oh a the Czech logo. I had that recently. Which so is, like, which the green is, can. It's just great. Yeah, it's just great. Money. Um, yeah, yeah, and I've had the like, and I've had the link up one now, which it, like, like, which is also really, really good. Like, there just keeps on being more and more really, really good loggers being brewed in Ontario, and we're, like, and we keep getting blessed with these breweries that are like really solely focused on that, and um, I, like, and you know, we're really lucky for it. I could not agree more and I want to hype them up as much as possible because I like, I want them to stay around and the way they stay around is that everyone fucking buys them. I don't want them to be hard to yeah. get either, but you know, you want them to stick around, but yeah, man, they're just like just refined complex. And the thing is like it, now having this tooth and nail, this tooth and nail is so different to the Godspeed because I'm having a crispy. I know you're having the, the IPA there and a Son and Hill lager is so different to these two. So like, you know, they're so different. You mentioned like they got the Czech lager another favorite of mine their lager beer um uh they had a vienna that was fantastic there's another one called ziggler which is a czech lager but a different kind i can't remember the difference excuse my memory um i just feel like they do so many like they're like same but different type of shit i guess yeah um you can go get the now i see what you do i see what you do um and they're just they're so like they're just so like unique in their approach to everything. Now I haven't tried all of their, um, any, like I said, any farmhouse or anything like that, but the, I'm going to mutinate. Jesus Christ, buddy, you having a fucking party or what? Um, the, I haven't had any of the, uh, I had to, I'll meet you when you go just cause the chair and stuff is loud as fuck. I was like, what's going on? Um, it's okay. So, but yeah, the, did you, you haven't tried any of their, uh, farmhouse or anything, eh? Like their bottles. Cause I haven't. No, I haven't yet. Okay, I was I was gonna do you know I was going to do an order because I really wanted more of the link up beer and I was like let me just do a full case of stuff and I'll get some bottles and blah 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 but then they had that today so I was like okay fine, um, but yeah man I just feel like you know like they they do so many different kinds of lagers even like you know Hellas German style and then multiple different Czech ones and then the Vienna one and just straight up lager beer and now there's hoppy pills which is great because I feel like there's not that many hoppy pills anymore like. Bellwoods did um, green, uh, Paper Tiger recently, and I've, I was super stoked. I hadn't seen that in forever, so it was really good to have a hobby. Yeah, place. yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's definitely been a while. So I was like, okay, I really enjoyed having that beer around. Um, so I grabbed like four or six of those just because I want to have them bad boys kicking around because I always get Bellweiser, which I'm a big fan of. So I love that um, Son and Hill did it, you know, did something so cool for Link Up. It's, it's super, super dope, but – yeah, man, I'm really excited to see what they do this year. I know Callum was saying he's really trying to like dial everything in, and I was like, "Well, your shit's already fucking a one killer, you know, brews. Like, how much better can it get?" But you know how uh, brewers can be, and they just want it to be more and more perfect. And I am here for it. So, 
very excited to, uh, to continue getting Sun and Hill in me in 2023. Absolutely. Well deserved. Absolutely indeed. So, All right. Next one. This next is up. Nathaniel. Let me get the glass for this. Oof. Yep. To, these small cans are. I'm just trying to like smash through them. They're just so good, bro. Well, the, the, see, this is the trouble with the top ten, right? Is that like, like this is top tier in Ontario, so it, like it's hard to uh, like it's hard to stay like to keep what we're drinking at a manageable level because they're just too fucking good. It's so good, and I'm to be honest, I'm really grateful that the first two were low ABV. Like both of them were like four point six, four point five, um, and yeah. short cans. So like it's you know not really touching the sides too much right now, but these next few will uh, we'll get there. <laughs> All right, so. Here we go. This is another like. So this was probably one uh, one of the first hype breweries in Ontario. Um, this is yes. one that we had on the podcast this year. Um, very uh, like very well deserved. Um, you'll uh, sorry. Yes, in twenty twenty two. Okay. The, the I don't know what we're talking about anyway. Don't know what we're talking about. This is okay. the only anyway. beer we got. Oh, we don't have the same one. We got a different one. Sorry, I, I ruined no. it. No, no. Godspeed was the only one we had the same one. You idiot. Yeah, I'm a dickhead. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Okay. Okay. Can I introduce the fucking? Yeah. Sorry. Right now? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me get the applause button ready. Okay. Go. 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 All right. Here we go. Barn Cat Artisan Ales. There we go. Oh yeah. yes. <sighs> so, Barncat, look, repping the hoodie I was wearing out yesterday. What a sexy hoodie. Uh, yes, we had Jeremy on last year. We in this fantastic run that, of pods that we did in March uh, before Nathaniel became a father. Fantastic. Um, I believe Jeremy told us that Pulp, no, that's not true. Whatever the beer was that they dropped was the first hazy IPA in Ontario. So that would have been Eminence. Okay. Oh, I saw that today. That was in Durand. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, should I get it? This happened. So. Barncat were always, to me, the most mythical and possible to get brewery because they were in Cambridge and they were in Growlers. So the first time yeah. I really had Barncat, was it the first time? One of the first times, because I think you got me some cans when they started doing them. I did a podcast with Hillary Pretty Penny, who obviously we're always wearing her jewelry. Uh, she lives in Cambridge. She doesn't anymore, but she came and stayed with us in 2018 in Montreal. And uh, she brought... Uh, like four barn cat beers and we did them all on the pod and it was uh, just insane. Like, you know, they were definitely one of the pioneers of uh, hazy IPAs in this glorious province. Oh, oh my goodness. I have this space junior pale ale. Oh my God. What the fuck? That smells insane. Yeah, so to, uh, to talk about um, uh, to interrupt quickly there and just yeah. talk about the beers that we're, the, the, that we're doing. So, yeah, you've got Space Junior there, um, because they, they and what that refers to Space Juice is uh, like is one of their like is one of the double IPAs that they've uh, that, like that they've been doing for a while. Um, they just put out recently, actually. I just had that one last week. So did uh, I. Which is uh, which is a Galaxy Citra. Double IPA, one like one of their classics. It's real, like really, really good. And this is a pale ale version of that, um, which I've like, which I've not yet had. But I'm, I'm sure you'll tell us uh, and the people how it, like how it is very soon. Right. I am actually not going for a hazy boy this time. I've got their Vienna Lager, 
um, which I've never had before. And I think this is the first time that they've actually done this one. They've been doing more loggers over the last, uh, like over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, despite being a primarily hazy boy brewery, they knock out some pretty fucking good loggers too. So, oh, for uh, so, that's sure. what I'm, so that's what I'm going here. And look at the gorgeous color on this. Oh, that is like this gorgeous stunning. copper. It's <clears throat> like crystal, crystal clear. Which is perfect. Shall we hit a sip? Yes, sir. Cheers. Get it in you. Yeah. I got the literal opposite. It is Merc here, Merc City. <laughs> yeah, it is. Fuck. That is great. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yours is great. Of course, it's great. I got to review this real quick. Um, yeah, but like, how did you discover Bunkat? <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I discovered them primarily, uh, like just on Instagram and was just kind of drooling over them for the longest time because uh, like out here in Ottawa, I had no fucking way to get a hold of them back then. Totally. Um, but, but earlier on in my Instagram days, when I like, as I was getting to know people in the scene, I was doing like doing a bit of trading, um, and, uh, you know, kind of be, uh, like became online friends with a very kind dude who uh, like who many people in Ontario will know uh, bad chatter um, is the, the, the is the guy who was my primary barn cat source uh, <laughs> for uh, like, like for for a good couple of years he was my main source of barn cat um, even managed to ship me growlers all the, like all the way from uh, like from Cambridge to Ottawa. I don't know how he managed to do that. He did that a couple of times. And what a legend. He also made sure uh, oh yeah, he's an absolute legend. Chad's a G. Um uh, but he uh, the, the, he also got me most of their canned releases at the time too. Uh the, the, like dude really had me hooked up. Um and then uh, like and then a buddy of mine who lived uh, like who lived in the area kept me pretty well stocked uh, uh, thereafter but yeah um as we were like as you were saying we were talking to Jeremy when we had him on um and he was saying he's pretty confident that uh like their initial release of eminence predates um the haze that came out of bellwoods um which is a, like which is a bold claim i'm I, like, oh. I'm, I'm inclined to believe him i don't think he would say anything like that lightly but uh, but you know they were definitely one of the first if, like and probably the first as he says um Hayes release in Ontario. I thought the other one, and I think you once again, my memory is horrendous, but uh, it was um, Juicing from Sawdust was the other one. Ah. So I think there was those three were in the original conversation. Yeah. And uh, like that must have all been within like a month or two of each other. Yes, exactly right. Um, which is pretty crazy. And I felt like that like, as far as like look at that 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 level of Merc, that's what they were doing from the beginning, and that wasn't available. Like even Bellwood stuff, like even um, Jatsu or any of the other beers they were doing were not that murky from memory yeah, in 2016, 2017. Even Juicin wasn't that murky back then. Um, no, it's true, and that was what appealed to me personally because no nothing else looked like this. Um, you know, yeah. even just opening that can, this is Citra Galaxy, just like I guess uh, you know, what'd you say it was Cats in Space, right? Space, space uh, Juice. Well, uh, Cat, uh, Cats in Space is all galaxy. Space Juice is Citra Galaxy. Okay, so Space Juice, I'm sorry. So this is just a pale ale version of that, but just this burst of tropical fruit and just this mouthfeel is insane. Uh, I'm just so deeply um, impressed as I thought I would. Like, Barn Cat, and like, but then, you know, you're drinking the Vienna 
and then on the pod they sent an ESB for fuck's sake. Yeah. I've told so many people about that, by the way. I was like, multiple hype breweries have sent an ESB to do a podcast. And I'm like, that is yep. gangster as fuck. And ESBs is, is so dope. I really, really love ESBs now. And I felt like yep. that is so cool of, of Barncat to do that when they're so known for this. That's how they got themselves on the map. Not to mention Rat Queen, which is one of the best stouts I've ever had just the OG, um, they do multiple variants of it that are just absolutely bonkers. I think I had, we had the pumpkin spice one recently, which was so, which, which told- it, yeah. And, and, and that there was the pumpkin spice beer of the year. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Not like, not even a discussion. It was just no. phenomenal. It was about ba- once again, balance refined, complex rounded not like uh like attacking you like it was just just no. the right amount of spices like it was very present but it was still this glorious stout like it was taking precedence type of thing you know yeah and they also make one of my favorite uh like one of my all-time favorite barley wines is a barnet beer what's it called you know. oh you mentioned that so because yeah, you mentioned I, I, it. I, I, got a bottle, go. I, I got a bottle of that on my very first visit to Barncat in person. I've only been uh, three or four times, and I got a bottle of Green Out on my very first visit. Uh, and I don't think they've made it again since. And I'm, mm. uh, again, I was badgering Jared about it when we had him on the pod, and I, like, I want him to make it again. Hey, hopefully he does. It was then- like... It was like it was a heavily hopped American barley wine, um, and, uh, like, and I really, really dig that. It, like, and if uh, like it, it was super, super thick, like, um, like, like one of those ones that pours like a thick apple cider almost. Ooh, okay. Um, talk about. Yeah, uh, but, but like, I, I really, really want them to brew that one again. Uh, it, like, it, it was so fucking good. I, I'm sure it would taste completely different to me now because we're going back like a good, uh, li- li- like a good five, six years at least so that they maybe, last made it. That I, like that I last tasted it. I like I'd be really keen to try it now. Mate. Anyway, the, but yes. like it's the, yeah, it's so that we don't dwell on the, uh, like dwell on this for too long. But Barncat are like are the fucking goats. Um, like one, like one of the premier haze breweries of the pro, like of the province. There, like it's leaders of the game for sure. Hundred uh, percent. Even this year, because I've been doing trades with my friend in Montreal, he's in, obsessed with barley wines. So we got their sweet release, which we grabbed one for you as well, which was their double yep. barrel barley wine. I haven't cracked it yet, but I'm very excited for it. And um, they did a couple of other ones this year. They did that a bottle condition one called Infinity, where it was all like hand drawn on the bottle. Excuse me. So I like that they're doing that. There's not that many breweries doing barley wines at, uh, oh, out of Ontario, true. right? Like there's a lot more probably in Quebec, arguably. So it's very cool to see them do that. They do haze at this level and then do uh, something like a barley wine that is just phenomenal. It's uh, it's really, really great shit. Barncat a killer if you haven't tried them. Now they're much more um, available i guess because of all the distro so you know any of your favorite independent stores um around at least southwestern ontario uh would be probably a little easier yeah. to get 
Um, are we and, uh, and what I uh, and what I would say, like, and what I would say too, if you're in an area that doesn't have a good independent bottle shop that like that has good stock um, or whatnot that ha- like that has Barncat, um, a good resource that I found for stuff that I, that isn't available to me locally and is kind of tough to uh, get orders for. Um, Bevy Bira is a place that I order from fairly frequently, and they get all of Barncat's drops. So and they and, and they ship all around the province. So that's a, like so that's a resource if you're ever looking for that. That's a good hookup. Duran don't ship, I guess, right? You can order online and pick up. Exactly. Okay. Yes, it's uh, but the, at least they're di- distributing a lot now, and I feel like you know, play like I imagine a lot of the places they're really staying up on all their stuff. So like I grab whatever you know whenever I see them as well. So Barncat, absolutely, they were on last year, of course, right? Uh, I don't think they were actually. I think they were in our honorable mentions. I don't know why. Do you know why? It's we one. We were crazy. Two. We probably just didn't try much of them, and that's what it came down to. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that would have been all it was. I wonder if we could find that list. I'd love to know what last year's were, just to compare it. But I can't remember at all. I have no. We might. We might still have it in our notes. We could look back. We can check it while we're talking. Um, Alrighty. Next, we only got a few more to go, so we're moving nice. Uh, Nathaniel. Yeah, yeah, we're, mo- we're, we're moving along. All right, so uh, next up is one in your new neighborhood, actually, uh, going to Hamilton. Next up is Fairweather Brewing Company. <laughs> Fairweather, did you put me on right. Fairweather? I can't remember. I feel like you put me onto a lot of stuff um, on Atari, to be honest. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not sure if I would have put you, like if I would have put you onto Fairweather, but uh, like, but I mean, someone would have like would have if like at some point if it wasn't like if it wasn't me. Um, yeah. They they've been around for a little while now. I feel like uh, like I mean, collective arts are obviously the Hamilton OGs, but uh, I feel like. Fairweather and Merritt came uh, came on the scene pretty close to around the same time. Um, Merritt's like Merritt's also fantastic, but uh, uh, but like Fairweather, we like the reason that we like we agreed that they belonged in the top ten this year is there like there's a bunch of stuff that they've been putting out like this past year that has just been super super dialed in they've been a good brewery for a while but there's a few things that have just been really dialed in really really nicely in this past year like a few that come to mind um donna is would be in the conversation for one of the best pilsners in the province i would say if you were to be making a short list it would be on there for sure would you agree with that I would agree with that. And a fun fact, we happened to go, that was one of the breweries that we met at uh, in, there's actually only in December, uh, very end of December, yep. we went and had a couple of beers at um, at Fairweather, which was lit. And we noticed a Luca tap behind the bar. And Nathaniel said, yes. to the lady, is that Luca tap? No, you asked to say, hey, do you do, I can't yeah, remember I, how I, 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 I said, Remind I said, me. is that Donna on that tap? And she was like, fuck yeah, it is. And you're like, all right then. I had Donna for the first time at Fairweather, we actually went there the day we moved in here. So we went here, showered up, went to Fairweather, and um, it was in a. It's a really dope spot because it's right next to Grain and Grit, which is another fantastic brewery. Um, you know, Hamilton definitely isn't starved for great beer out here, and I feel like it's just the beginning. This is there's about to be a whole bunch out here. I really hope to see, being it's a little more affordable than Toronto, but still very very close in proximity, and they just. Yeah, I mean Donna's phenomenal, and I feel like not only that, there I feel like their haze 
their IPAs are fantastic. They did the California King, uh, West Coast IPA, that specifically you were like, bro, fucking get that beer. Like I went there. Yeah, I was I, like, I, I was losing my mind over California King. That was one that like, that was released twice in um, in 2022. I missed the first release of it, and I the, the, like, and I was fucking fuming over it. I, the, 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 like I was kicking myself for it. I waited too long, and it the, like, and it was gone. It so when it came uh, like when it came back um, the second time, I wasn't wasting any time with it. And man, it was so worth the wait i think like i think that one would win the award for like clearest west coast ipa of the year (laughs) like no i'm serious like 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 pouring that i could see through it as clearly as this it was like like it was so clear and just really like really delicate flavor um like the pine the like the caramel malt the like the resinous vibes, but that were not that like it, it wasn't incredibly sticky. Um, it, like it was sweet, but it was delicate. Mm. The caramelized grapefruit. I'm like I'm drooling just talking about it right now. <laughs> like, like that was You're making me thirsty. But. That was a yeah. Like like that was up there. That must have been Ontario West Coast IPA of the year. I think. Fuck. I mean, I I can't think of a pushback for that. Um, particularly one that's not like if we don't count flagships, which I think is fair. Um, yeah, man, it's spectacular. And I love that they're able to do you – know, that's two styles that they've done phenomenal. Silky is their porter. It is yep. fantastic. I had their cold IPA recently. The cold IPA was – was no, I'm sorry, not a cold IPA, IPL, basically the same shit. Yeah. Um, you had that when we were there. The IPL was – That's great. right. Um, another big fave was the other one that we both had there, the Wishing Well 2022, which is their yes. big pastry stout. And it was once again, a refined, g- really, really great approach to a pastry stout. It was like 10% or 10.2 or something. Um, really balanced toasted coconut, vanilla and coffee. Um, just, just really, really well executed. It wasn't over the top. There wasn't any cakes or any crazy shit in it. Once again, nothing wrong with that. But they just, you know, they show the the that's that's kind of what they do, I guess, right? When I mean, the way you talked about the the, the IPA and, and the Pilsner and all these other different styles, like that's what they 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 carried that ethos through to their like pastry style, which could have been ridiculous if they wanted to, and it had yerba mate in it as well, um, which is fascinating. And you know, they've got by POC individuals working there, which is fantastic. One of them's on Link Up now, one of our applicants, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, Love man, it's just that. it's beautiful. You know, we were there. We saw Ram, the owner, uh, who, who's such a champion. And I went there with Jeff from town. Uh, I think in November we hung out at the back. I never seen the back before, and it was fucking massive. Like the tap room is tiny. And the back is like ten x the size of the tap room. Um, I just felt like the team is cool. Um, the tap room is a vibe. In the summer, like we moved in July, so we went to the. Um, the freaking what's it called the the patio and it was glorious you know the service is great um i just feel like the range of sours are really good too i mean they have like a a really great range of sours even they did this one i forgot i think it's called loire l-o-i-r-e and it was a um like a a sauvignon blanc grape ipa um you know so they're, they're doing innovative stuff they're doing like you know really well done refined traditional shit 
Um, yeah, I feel like they- I um, one I, like another one that I was uh, losing my mind over earlier this year was double high grade. Um, oh, yes, I'm a big, that's great. Uh, like, I'm a big fan of high, like of high grade, which is their flagship IPA. It's really like it's, really it's fucking fantastic. Good. It's it's so good. I would drink that any day of the year. Any day, if I see it on tap um, anywhere, I'm getting that. Absolutely, like that's a sure thing right there. Um, but double high grade, I've like I've I've had a bit of a complicated relationship with uh, yeah. like with double versions yes. of single IPAs that uh, like, that I've loved. No, they don't always hit. And that, like, like a prime example, the, the, like Bellwoods, love them to death. Double Jutsu, I fucking hate it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bad beer. It's a bad beer. Like, like I'm, I'm sorry. I love, like, I love Bellwoods, but Double Jutsu is not great. Mm. Um, but like Jutsu is fantastic. It's a spectacular beer. It's one of the best hazy pale ales in the yeah, like It's the precursor to hazy pale ales it's in the It's a province. legendary beer, arguably. Yes. But double jutsu doesn't fly. Um, Double high grade, however, that was one of the first double editions of a single beer that like that like that has been really really great. I was like I was really really impressed with it. I I very much agree. I think yeah, high grade definitely needs the props. I feel like uh, flagships don't get the props. Period, regardless of the style. And high grade should yep. get the, the props that it deserves for, for being such a fantastic uh, year round. Uh, it's always in cans. You go to a lot of bars, you know, like there's a place called Bernie's Tavern on Cannon Street here. And they, uh, it's kind of like it used to, it, it changed names because we went there. It was something different. Then we moved here and it changed. Like, oh, okay. And um, I went back there. They have a bunch of local stuff. They had high grade on tap there, but they sell like, you know, wings and like big ass pretzels and shit. It's perfect. Like it's like the beer. If I'm going there and I see, uh, you know, kind of like not a craft beer place, but like a you know a nice little restaurant that has a decent like you know five different craft beers, you're probably going to see uh, high grade on there um, out here. And it's one yeah. of those beers you'd be kind of silly not to get because it tastes great. It's bright. It's dank. Uh, it's fantastic. And and I couldn't agree more with the the double version of that. But I feel like once again, the more we're talking about it, the more I see Fairweather. They do like a really good breadth of beers that are super interesting. Their branding is phenomenal. The tap room is a vibe. Their merch is great. Um, the cool ass people. Uh, I just, I just really like. I really appreciate them, man. I just think they're uh, they're great humans, and um, they they're a, they're a really good example of what what you know what kind of beer could come out of Hamilton and it makes me really proud to live here now like it's it's super dope but it's like I, I'm glad because you chose it when we were coming here you were like yo because we could meet anyone trying to get a coffee do you want to go yeah yo, yo I want to go to Fairweather I'm like fucking let's go um and it was dope. absolutely you know I was I was really happy you chose to to move, to meet there because then you know it's whoever was going to say no to go there. It's just like a great brewery. It's just, it's really cool, man. So it is, I was really, when this came up, we both had it on our, um, our, you know, we had the top, I think we had six or seven locked in and then we had the extra, which was much more than six or seven. And Fairweather was on the discussion list, the discussion list. And when we talked about it, I think it was like, it was very easy to, we were just like, you know what? And I was like, yes, we need to put them in. And that, cause I'd had enough Fairweather this year. And been there enough times to be like, 
even if I'd just been there a few times just to pick up beer because Duran doesn't get them because they're local. They don't really get the local stuff, which makes sense. So I was like, cool, I'll swing by, get a four-pack or two, just grab a bunch of great stuff. And it just makes me happy to know that I can drink Firehouse beer from from where I'm at, man. So And it's you know not the hugest city. There's like six main breweries here from what I understand. So very, very cool, well-deserved, and it was the first time uh, on the list. That's which right. Is phenomenal. So, so props to Fairweather. Props to Fairweather. Sorry, this beer is spectacular. Yeah, I know. I've been, uh, like, I'm still gushing o- over this Vienna Lager, too. It's so fucking ooh. good. Uh, so it's time for another honorable mention. Honorable, oh, it's time for an honorable mention? Are you sure? One, two, three, four. I think it's after the next one, no? Oh, did or I fuck it- up? We did one, we did two, we did three, we did yeah, four. Yeah, no, no, so, sorry, you're, you're, you're right, I fucked up. All right. I would have liked it. Two seconds, you're going to I can still. I can still. I'll tap dance, don't you worry. Um, yeah, man, I'm very proud to be here in Hamilton. I really feel like the, the beer scene is, is, is phenomenal here. Oh, am I going to close the rings? Whoa, I don't know if I'm going to close the rings. Um, and I want to see, I'd love to know if there's more breweries coming in 2023, because if we have like six breweries here now i'd love to know if there's more because you know obviously rent land all that type of stuff is a lot more affordable here than it is in say toronto or elsewhere and i feel like there's an appetite for craft beer in hamilton i feel like people really fuck with beer here and they get it i go to duran multiple times a week and uh i don't always pick up beer but whenever i do i'm always seeing people in there there's always someone else in there kind of checks shit out they know what's up so i feel like this is a great market for great beer so i'd love to see if there's you know I hope there's more breweries opening up here uh, in 2023. I hope so. I haven't heard of any. So, so you know what, man? I think we fucked up because um, I think we were supposed to do one of the other, uh, like one of the honorable mentions after Barnbat because we've got two more left, Ooh, and we're like, right. and we and we just finished seven. So let's do an honorable mention now before the next year, I love and it. then let's do the and then let's do the final the final honorable mention after that so then we'll have the two more to run us to the finish there you go love it okay would you like to do the honors since i'm introducing the next one sure all right so this next honorable mention is what we're calling the soft spoken award <laughs> and what we mean I love by this. that is this yeah this is what this is one of the low key best brewers in the province uh so like a really top tier brewer uh from like like from what we call like like kind of a soft spoken brewery but like like but really deserves to be in the conversation of top tier another prince edward county gem we're talking matron fine beer This is so well deserved, and I love the name of this award, man. This was all. By the way, all of these names are all Nate. By the way, I absolutely can take zero credit for this. This is fire, <laughs> and I think that's great because Justin's such a chill dude, man. Um, I love Justin. He's such a fucking good guy. He's always been cool from the second I met him when he was at Stone City, and we did a pod, like a live podcast at a Prince Edward County uh, fermentation Fedley. What was it called? Picton Fermentation Festival, some shit like that, and um. Now, you know, starting, he's been out there for, I think, probably like three, four years, maybe more. Um, Matron, uh, just doing, like you said, soft-spoken, well, once again, bro, this is the theme. This is the fucking theme here. Refined, fantastically made beers, uh, occasionally doing something new. They participate in Link Up Series two or three. Fuck, I can't remember. Three? 
I want to I, I want to say it was two. Um, that 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 might be wrong though. I'm not sure. Um, I'm in order. Okay. In, 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 in any case, it, like. Interestingly, the link up was one of the like, like was the highest ABV beer they yeah. uh, they'd ever done, which was like which was pretty cool. It was a double IPA uh, like that they called, even though it was at seven percent. I would generally consider a double IPA eight or more, but uh, yeah. like but by their standards, it was a double IPA. But it was a West Coast double, and it was delicious, exquisite. It was really really good. That would be one of the link-up um, beers I really would like to bring back if we do a series where we like bring back some faves or some shit like that. Like, fuck. I would love to have that one again. Yeah. Um, Keep going. There's a, like a couple, of, like, like there's a couple of beers that have re- like that have really stood out to me. Uh, like Leeway, which I think was the first, first cold, cold IPA in Ontario. Yes, it was. Um, and for my money, it's and for my money, it's the best cold IPA uh, like from Ontario. That's yeah. uh, that's that's my personal opinion. Um, I think it's the best execution of uh, like of kind of what the original intention of a cold IPA was. Mm-hmm. Um, another re- like a, like a, a, another interesting release that uh, like that they did, and I'm forgetting the exact name of it now, but. Uh, um, he brought back a uh, like a recipe of his from back when he was at Stone City, uh, what you're talking Rock, about. which was yeah. a, like which was a great um, goza that they did. Um, back it was probably at Stone the best City. goza I ever had. I would say, yeah. from from memory. Oh, for sure, for sure. I forgot the name of it too. Um, I'm gonna have to ask him again. I swear I saw it today in Durand. Like there's a different can, and it's like it's slightly different to the rest of them. And it was in the section which typically was with the sours, and I saw it. And it's not labeled as a goza. It's labeled as a no. It's not sour beer with salt, lemon zest, and some other shit or whatever. Like it's yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a fucking dynamite goza, and uh, like and I, like I was so jazzed when he uh, like when he brought that back. Have you had uh, it? And like you say, uh, yes, I have had it. It's really it? like it. It tastes it tastes exactly like it did before. Okay. All right. I'm gonna find out what it's called. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's great. Their beers are fantastic. You can't go wrong going there. If you're doing a beer tour of Prince Edward County, it's gotta be on your list. And Justin's just such a great dude. And I'm always excited for uh, the comes out of Matron. And Yesaya, their lager beer is just like having that on tap at the brewery that the slow pour is just glorious. Um, Muff, their dark beer. It's like this, like ambiguous dark beer intentionally so like is the, it says in the description on untapped is it a porter is it a stout is it a black lager who knows like it's just fantastic um and I'm just and, and janky their flagship ipa killer killer yep. it's always been great yep um i'm trying to find it here we go it's called sunblind it's a sunblind okay it says oh i can't read it from the side but it says they're calling it a sour beer with sea salt, citrus, and spices. So that yeah. is what it is. So next time I go to um, Duran, I'm going to pick that up because I've wanted to try Yacht Rock. Honestly, was the greatest gozer I ever recall having. I used to drink a lot of Stone City. Every time we did the trip from Montreal to Toronto, I would always stop in Kingston, which we always did, to get A&W and gas and all that bullshit. And then I would zip up the street and go to Stone City, grab some stuff, 
and keep on cruising. And Yacht Rock, if I have a sword, I would grab a bunch of them. So uh, very happy that he brought that back. But they definitely deserve a, uh, a honorable mention, um, if not to be in the top ten. Once again, it was pretty tight. And you'll see when we get into these like final three. Not that these were the top three necessarily, but you know you'll see. This is this is a it's tough, man. It's really tough. So we had to just shout out some of our faves. Yeah. So this one is on me. Um, the next brewery. It's on you, bro. This has got to be like top two in the province easily. Uh, this was it was it was a tough call coming up with the the, the number one uh, brewery, and uh, we had to make sure we drank some from them. And this beer that I particularly have from them is the greatest beer I think they put out this year. Um, I drank a lot a lot of their stuff. They are wonderful human beings. Uh, they are arguably one of the most hyped breweries in the country. We are talking about the Lords at Third Moon. Let's go. So, you know, you guys already know, if you know Ontario Craft Beer, you know Third Moon. You know they're like God tier. Um, the two beers we have there, so I had that one that I got for Nate uh, recently, which yours is called Observation Picturine. So Observation is a series that they're doing, and Picturine is a new hop from uh, – is it from Freestyle? I think it's from Freestyle, right? It is from Freestyle, yes. And that beer is fucking disgusting. And this beer was actually the one that I confused that with. So I got that one for you. And I forgot that this was the one I meant to get for you because that one was basically just as good. This one's called The Other Side of Nothing. And it's just – Nate mentioned it earlier. You met, you talked about – um uh beers that you know like breweries that were were improving their ipa bodies and stuff like that in in lieu of you know uh double ipas and, and this is exa- these two beers are the absolute epitome of that in ontario yeah so i so, so i have not had this one yet i'm going to be tasting this one for the first time um just now but the other side of nothing that like that you're going to pour again, I had um, from our last trade about it like a couple of weeks ago, and what like and what I said about that one is I think that it was the best texture of an IPA that I've ever tasted from Third Moon. Easily, like easily, no, no question, no question, like like what they've done in the past year. Uh, for like really dialing in the body of all of their beers, single exactly. IPAs and double like and double IPAs alike, it's like it's wild where they've come in the past year on that. Absolutely incredible! Like I lost my shit with this beer, um, and and the one that you have as well. Like I just I just couldn't believe how good uh, you know they were getting with this stuff. And I really feel like that's sort of like that pushback to what we were saying before, like people being like broken fat and wanting to, uh, you know, dial it back a bit. But, you know, if you want a, a big uh, bodied IPA, you know, and you want a double, like this, this, I've been drinking a lot more doubles, to be honest. I used to really proactively avoid them. Today, all I bought was doubles. Aside from this, I got the new double third moon i got the two double ipas from badlands like and a few other things and it was all doubles oh my goodness and like i just really feel completely satiated by a beer like this do you want to sip first yeah i can take a photo all right get that in your mate yeah let's do it cheers 
Oh, I don't know how they do it. How do you do Oof. it? Oh, man. Bebo, what's the magic, man? What is going on? Oh, it's just impeccable, right? Oh, like, yeah. Peacherine is just such a crazy hop. It's so fire. It um, is for sure. It's just I, like... I, go on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like people are going nuts for it right now, and uh, again for good reason, as far as I can say. It's literally like pieces and cream in a can type shit. Yeah, definitely. Is it so funny having two content creators do a fucking podcast? Because we have to do eight hundred thousand <laughs> photos every time we we pull out a fucking beer. But y'all get That's it, right, man. man. Guys, we're dedicated. All right, this is what we do. This is how, you know, we live this life. We're content creators in this motherfucker. But yeah, man, like, I'm really, like, we already knew that, uh, you know, Third Moon, uh, not only just glorious human beings, but, uh, you know, super passionate about everything that's going on. Um, you know, they've really, like, rode, rode the wave being that they are uh, pandemic babies. They opened in May 2020, right when, uh, you know, shit hit the fan, same day as uh, our good mates at Sankey and Baron in Quebec. And, you know, it's 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 been an interesting ride for them, I bet. Um, and for them to continue to innovate, they, they captured the – what's the word? The – the there's a word I'm looking for that's escaping me, but they 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 captured the the community of craft beer. They they defined hype beer in Ontario. Oh sure. yeah, it, from when they like whatever like like whatever hype was in Ontario before that like before them they took it to a whole other level. Absolutely, and and it's just been like crazy for them. I can only imagine what it's been like to. Um, you know, sort of like trying to live up to that constantly and deliver all of these. Yeah, like styles. there's, like there are certainly some positives and negatives to that, as I'm sure Bebo and Chris would attest to. Oh, I bet. You know, the the amount of things that they've had to deal with. I've had multiple conversations with them both. Like I count them both as friends, and they're just such good fucking dudes, man. And and they they really, really, really care. Like one thing. Like to, to share, I imagine it'd be okay to share it, but you know, like if, you, if one thing that's happened in, in beer, and I think it, Tiff and I actually spoke about this on uh, the last pod, episode 115, where we talked about the future of craft beer, period, for 2023, um, was a lot of, you know, everything in life has gone up. We might be going into a recession, who knows, because of the way that we kind of Canada offset um a lot of the you know the sub bonuses and all the things to keep people kind of spending money throughout the pandemic so we're kind of on this tail end when it should have been a recession and sort of it's this interesting interesting situation and um they one thing that did go up obviously you know every single thing in society went up gas fucking food uh literally gas electricity water you know utilities and things like that but one thing that did go up that didn't seem to get passed on to the consumer was ingredients for craft beer, including hops and, and malt. And um, I know a lot of these breweries, particularly Third Moon, and one of them that they charge a premium because their products are premium. It just is what it is. So it's difficult for them because they're already charging a decent amount. Like they, their suppliers keep charging them more and more and more. 
and they're not necessarily passing all of that on to us, which means they're eating into their own margins. And um, them being able to sort of like absorb that while still continuing to innovate and this body, you, you, you're drinking a 6.5% IPA as am I, and the bodies are just, it's clouds, right? Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's... Like and even from a like and even from a year ago, and what they were brewing a year ago, like was still fire. But this, next like, level. but this is this is next level here. Like like they've now taken themselves into a whole different stratosphere. Like this is, like this takes it to the level of what you were saying before. Of you know, we don't need to compare it to another half or like, or a monkish, like we've got our own top tier shit right here. Right here. And it's affordable and it's in our backyard and it's supporting fellow Canadians doing their thing, working hard, making phenomenal things. And, and really like, like, like you said, what they were doing before was still a one fire. It was almost like, how can you possibly get better? And then, yeah, they come with beers like the two that we're drinking. And these are the two best beers of the year from Third Moon, in my humble opinion, easily. And without drinking a ton of their double IPAs, because I imagine there's probably less changes they could make with those. I feel like the, the the real impact is from their pails, like Rise and things like that, that are 5%. And and things like these are in the 6.5 range. And it's just like, your beer has Peacherine exclusively, I believe. And mine has Nelson and Moteca. I think I just double-checked. Um, Nelson and Moteca, yep. So like super New Zealandy. It's just how the fuck is this even possible? This is just glorious. Like this is like I understand. Like I haven't been to the states in a while. I got my Canadian passport, by the way. I'm ec- ecstatic about that. Like my immigration journey is finally finished, and I'm ready to uh, zip over the border soon. I've been talking to Tiff. I'm like, yo, can we just fucking go this weekend? Just go to Buffalo or something. I don't want to see what's up, but I kind of just feel like I, I, I would be, I want to go one cause I just want to go somewhere again, but also like I want to see for myself, like cause Rochester has, um, has other half and it's not too far from Buffalo. So I want to go there. I want to be like, is it better? Is it like, what's yeah. the deal compared to third moon and some, uh, you know, one or two others here, like how much, difference to is there between these guys and the world-class things that everybody's been talking about for a while and it's like probably because of the lack of regular travel let's get in there but you know because obviously a lot of air air travel's been kind of fucked up with like baggage issues and blah blah blah. i don't know if it's really got back to where it was but once it kind of does i'd be curious to see what people think particularly people in the states like it's almost going to be a problem when they discover this. Like I feel like when they discover yeah. how good this stuff is, it's just next, 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 next level. It really is. It's a, it's a great, great time in Ontario beer for sure. Honestly, bro. Like, and, and third moon deserves so, so, so much props for this. Like they truly led the way. And I feel like they copped a lot of shit along the way because they were the ones who happened to be the, um, what's that Facebook group? Canada Craft oh, Beer Society. Canadian Craft Beer Society. So those guys like were the ones that kind of maybe were the more uh, gateway fa- folks that discovered Third Moon, and Third Moon happened to represent hype and the sort of the best beers in the province. And I feel like they got a little bit of shit from those guys, maybe about being too expensive or 
things like that. Is that, that group, that group is fucking savage. They're, they're, it's kind of like what's the one in um, Quebec Code again? Uh, Capsule BM, like a little bit savage yeah. too. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know if it's doing any favors, but they kind of like caught that crowd. Um, through no fault of their own, they just happened to be. Um, and. I, I don't know if that maybe discouraged them from putting the prices up because these are people who aren't familiar with, you know, you're going to go to, and, and like, to be really fair, like, a, as you know, like we went and bought some beers from Quebec recently through nowhere and stuff. And like, they were significantly more expensive than what you would get in Ontario, I would argue. Um, and I, I think the market could probably sustain this higher rate, particularly if they're not really charging what they need to, um, for beers of this this caliber, like this is just g- genuinely like I don't recall ever having beers this good in. Once again, it's been it's been a few years for me. I know you went to Maine and stuff, so you kind of had a little bit of a dabble uh, more recently than I. Um, I got a bunch of American beers, but nothing like fresh from the source, and I really need to go back to to sort of like really see. But I'm just I'm just really proud of what the guys have been doing, man. I just think it's really cool. They're just really putting Canada on the map. They've been putting Ontario on the map, and and it's it's just so cool to see what they're doing. And all of the props they get is absolutely well deserved and completely valid. Absolutely, it's, it's spectacular. And not only that, they're fantastic human beings as well. Yeah, much love to Vivo and Chris for sure. Yeah, loving it. And the whole t- like and the, and the whole team there really like like Jim, yep, Jim and Melissa and, and and yep Melissa and uh, like and the, the the guy who does their artwork for the oh Casey Yardwolves yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right on that note we've got one more honorable mention and two more breweries to get through so we got a fucking roll here let's do it um, should I do this last one yeah you yeah you do the honorable mention okay honorable mention. So another great category from Uncle Nate, the best accessible beers and most beautiful brewery. We're, we're staying in Prince Edward County. We're going for uh, Slake Brewery. <laughs> so I beat the Slake probably two, three times. Every time I go to PEC, I go to Matron and Slake. And now the next time I go back, I will be going to all my friends. Um, so that's three of our honorable mentions from Prince Edward County. Who would have thought, huh? That's right. That's right. Prince Edward that's, County fucking cleaning up the, the honorable mentions. It's it's very, very cool. And Slake have these beautiful big windows. They're on top of a, I was going to say mountain. It's like a hill, really. There's not really super yeah. hilly area. But there's a view. And, you know, going there on summer and sitting at their park benches with these chickens fucking walking around and you're drinking a beautiful beer and, uh, you know, watching the sunset, which is what we did last September, not 2022, but 2021. Uh, Tiff, her mother, and I went out there. I very much have a, uh, a really uh, soft space in my heart for Prince Edward County. I love, love it out there. We almost moved there, to be honest, before Hamilton. Um, love it so much. And Slake is just glorious. They're, they're uh, mainly, for me, they're crispies and they're haze. I mean, that's primarily, arguably, what they do anyway. Um the Krispies are just fantastic. Remember, they did a great collab with Dominion out there as well, which was A1. Um, the Hayes have done a lot of great collabs um, with Hayes recently with Slake. Yeah, they did Blood Brothers, and I think they did Fine Balance. Um, yep. Maybe something else. I think they did a third. Did they do a third? They did the third Moon, Moon Juice. They did. They did Moon Juice, yep. Yes, which was fantastic. I think I got that for you, yes. It was great. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was great. That was really, really and, good. Uh, yeah, so like like you mentioned, their crisp like their crispies in their like that is 
basically what like what they do and their haze uh, you know we're talking like and the reason i said most accessible uh like is because basically i don't like aside from moon juice and i don't remember the exact avv on it but i don't know if That's i've six. seen anything that they've done over six percent avb abv that's like it's okay. all like, like like yeah like like all of their haze is like really really approachable pale ales um at, like and their crispies are like are super crushable but like it's 6. the kind 5. of thing that is oh, okay so okay so moon juice was six five but that like like that maybe may be the only beer I think I've seen them done that's been over six percent um like so it's. Super, super approachable, but not compromising in body or flavor. A lot of, uh, like for my taste anyways, a lot of hazy pale ales can sometimes be overly bitter, uh, like high in carbonation and uh, like and kind of heavy on acidic citrus. Uh, and, like, and that's a turn off for me. Um, but that's not the case with anything out of Slake. Their stuff is always like, like very, very soft um and uh, like and approachable it doesn't have that citric acidity that uh, like that kind of turns me off it's uh, like it's very pillowy it's very fruit forward it's uh um like kind of low to medium in body it's Mm -hmm. like all super 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 good Mm -hmm. couldn't agree more i i always uh grab slake whenever i see it and um they're just like the perfect crushes like every time I've mm-hmm. left there, I've left with a case. Every like no exaggeration. Every time, um, and yeah. I also love that they stuck. Um, there's this brand called like the it's like County Soda, and they make these like local sodas, which I really love. And they also stuck um, City Seltzer. City Seltzer. City Seltzer. Yep. So I always used to buy some City Seltzer, the local county stuff, which I found out uh, they have it here in Hamilton as well, which I really love. And now I just get a bunch of stuff. Um, of their own things and it's just like in their vienna lager called long like something like an autumn one what's it called long sleeve or something is great long sleeves yeah, yeah which is fantastic like I, I just really love all their beers man their branding is fire super unique and like i said the yeah reaction- it, it it's it's very unique very recognizable like you can always tell their stuff yeah and, and, and like and and the and the inside of the brewery like like the walls it like the the artwork on the walls look exactly like their camera artwork. yeah super cool man it's just like a really cool experience and you know there's like particularly in summer when it's just it's so beautiful out there and just to to go there and just really soak it up particularly we went there the first time i went there was for sunset and it was just it was glorious we had such a great trip and just to go there for that and it was just very memorable man so like i fuck with slake very heavy so you know they keep going how they're going maybe they'll hit that top 10 2023 we shall see so uh next one sir next one all right so this is another yeah we're almost there this is another one that is a repeat from our 2021 top 10 this is going to kingston ontario fine balance brewing we kept it pretty like pretty varied eh? like i feel like all of these breweries are from all over the province like yeah, it's true. It's there's true. literally yeah, like we did two from Toronto, night. two from Toronto, which you would think would maybe own the whole shit, but we got Ottawa, Air, fucking uh, Caledon, Cambridge, Cambridge, Hamilton, Milton, and now Kingston. I mean, that's yeah, we're hitting all over the province. That like, like that's a pretty great showing. 
But doesn't that say a lot about Ontario beer? Because if it would be uh, all kept to the city, you think, oh, oh the city's yep. only the one making the best stuff. But no, the whole province is showing up. Fine balance. Yeah, man. Is a big uh, all right. passion yeah. for you and I. We love these guys. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely we do. Um, yeah, fi- like we like we absolutely love fine balance. Um, this was uh, the, the, like this was one of the this was the youngest brewery on the list last year. Um, be, like because they were like they were another pandemic baby. Uh, like they should they, like they came on the scene in fall of 2020. Uh, we talked to them right around their first anniversary when we had Andrew on the pod in 2021. We're due for another one, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, like, just continuing to fucking love what they put out. They, they, like, they're another one that have really, like, like, that have really refined their stuff in a very short amount of time. Um, like Oats and Cream, which is their, fla- like, which is their flagship IPA, is fucking money. It is a, like, it's a very subtle lactose IPA with, uh, like, that's hopped with Citra and Nelson. So that's not a cheap IPA, to, like, IPA to make as for a flagship. Your, uh, <laughs> like, like, as a flagship. Yeah. But, like, if you've got, Damn. like, if you've got Nelson in your flagship, you're not fucking around there. <laughs> not one um, bit. No, but, like, but it is fucking delightful. That beer, like, like, like the, like, it's just a kiss of lactose. It's uh, like, it's real subtle. Um, like to give it a really, really nice soft texture and just a, like, and just a touch of sweetness. And the Nelson, of course, really like helps to balance that out. It, like it dries it out nicely. It's a gorgeous beer. Um, but as we were talking with Andrew on the pod, like their, uh, the, the, like their brewer. Uh, like has some uh, like has some other half influence on there from spent, like from having spent uh, like for having spent a lot of time in New York, uh, so there's a lot of influence there in his brewing style. Yes, and uh, like and that really shows a lot in uh, like in, in especially in their haze with kind of how uh, like with just with the style of their haze, it's really really. Thick, murky haze. Yes. Um, but it's nothing. But it's nothing unhinged. Like we no. keep talking about. Like this is the fucking theme of 2022 is refinement. <laughs> um, like, the word and, of the year. Like I mean, really. Yeah, it's the year of refinement, and, and like, and really, the name even Fine Balance is pretty apt on that front with their brewing Very style. Much wouldn't so. you say? I couldn't agree more, man. Like they absolutely embody that. In like once again, ha- like how dare you have an oats oat and oat cream IPA with lactose as your flagship beer, and how dare it be that great and that refined and that restrained? <laughs> like it's it's yeah. crazy. Um, and, and not only that, like you know they they really seem to lean into the stouts a little bit more. They did two collabs with Durand, funnily enough. Um, I got yep, one of them. I missed the second one, unfortunately. The uh, they did like a nine percent double. Did you get that one? Yeah, you got that one. and. Uh, uh, yeah, like, like I missed the first one, but I did the second one. So okay. between the two of us, we got it. <laughs> we got it happen. We got it sorted. So like, you know, um, that that was fantastic. They had coffee stouts, obviously, because Durand is a cafe, um, which was which is f- phenomenal. Um, uh, they you know they got their sour, the gelato sour series, which is like a um, is it a lactose sour? I think it might be a lactose. Yes, sour. it is. It is. 
Um, super, but once again, very refined, very restrained. Uh, it's not like a fucking lactose punch in the face because that's that time is over. Um, you know, no, they did different. But, uh, and, like, and I gotta, and, uh, like, and I gotta shout out too. Like, their crispies, uh, that like they, they fucking nailed them. Like, like uh, I, I can think of several off the top, like off the top of my head, like Testaccio, their like, like yes. their Italian pills, fucking money. Um, Precipice, their New Zealand pills, spectacular. Um, and the collab that they did with Toronto Brewing, um, which I oh, think was called, called one, number, one. Yeah. 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 That was great. Like, like that was excellent. Like, like they're crisp, like, like their crispies are fucking spectacular. And, um, I think when you went, like when, when you went there for your first, like for your first visit, um, I think you had their check logger on their Luker, right? when Andrew was like, we tried a bit of everything and like little tasters, he's like, here, yeah, try this, try this, try it. What do you want a full pour of? I'm like, the Luca. Wasn't even yeah, a question. Do. And it was glorious. It was so good. Um, their black lager as well was phenomenal. Um, I bought, I just bought one of everything. Andrew had to go. I was like, sweet man, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm just going to go, hey, sir, can I get one of everything? Uh, and it was just, they're, they're just so good, man. And the tap room is beautiful, really modern and new. Um, they, I think they got the barrel program now, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're sort of dabbling in a bit of that. Um, once again, a bunch of collabs. They did collabs with Slake. That's like called Churn. That was great. Really enjoyed that mm. one as well. That was on the yep. fine balance side, and they're only around the corner because I was staying in Picton when I went down there uh, in September or November last year, year before, sorry, in 2021. And um, it was just, it was just fantastic, man. Like I'm just, uh, Andrew's such a good guy. They did link up series three as well, uh, which was one of the best beers of the series. They did just a straight up hazy pale ale. It was money, uh, exactly what, uh, what you would want from this type of thing. Um, their branding is great and consistent today. Even at Durant, I went, yeah, they grabbed that. Um, yep. I went and grabbed their latest. They did a, uh, a, a crispy boy collab. See this fucking camera. I'm going to get this camera to start again. Come on, buddy. Come on. Don't make me use the uh, the thing. There you go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Do me a favor. Hold me down. Hold me down. Hold me down. Um, they did a collab with uh, a, a restaurant called Pizza Monster, um, which is a local local pizza spot. They did they did a nice little crispy boy. So I grabbed that today because um, that seemed super fun. I just think they're uh, a good fucking brewery, man. Great dudes. They have a uh, they they did link up as part of they do these. Uh, uh, like charity beers or programs every quarter, and like, um, a, like a quarterly series that quarterly they're series. like that they're doing now, which is super dope. Um, I just think that's just super cool. Man, I really want this camera to start up again because the webcam is whack. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get it started. Oh, hang on, to make us some clicking noises. Oh shit, there we are. We're in business. Hey, let's there go. We are. Um. But yeah, man, they just to like, bring it home. <laughs> to br- I need it because I'm not going to take the fucking uh, what do you call it um, thumbnail with this stupid ass uh, webcam on there. So yeah, man, I just feel like their branding is great, their ethos is great, the actual brewery is a vibe, as you know, because you've been there. You were there first uh, the summer before I was there. Um, Andrew is a champion. Uh, I met a, a few yes. of the cats on the team; they were lovely. Um, just impressed across the board with everything with fine balance. And there've been a fave of us. They were our one to watch from 2021 and they still made the top 10 because we were so impressed. Um, 
And I feel like yep. that's not going to change. And to us, and correct me if I'm wrong, I always I always look at new breweries like, are you the next fine balance? Yeah. So like to me, for 2023, who I consider who mightn't be the next fine balance would be uh, all my friends for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, they're um, the ones to watch. They're the ones to watch. Um and it's exciting, man. Like, it's exciting to see breweries like that. I still feel like Fine Barons are a little underrated. They're not at the level I think they should be at. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. I wonder why that keeps happening. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Um, but, yeah, I, I truly feel like they're super deserved. Um, do you know what? I really need a piss. Are you able to tap dance for 45 seconds while I do that? And maybe just yeah, you go for it and gush about fine balance. I'll be back very, very shortly. I wish I had a toilet right yeah, here. No. I'll say to Tiff today, it's all I need in this basement is just a toilet right here, and I'm fucking good. But I don't. <laughs> I no, you go long. for it. Okay, I won't be long. Um, yeah, another thing that I can say about fine balance: if you've never been, um, if you're ever doing a haul between. Toronto and Ottawa, Toronto and Montreal. If you're doing that rip down the 401, Fine Balance is literally five minutes off the highway. It's super, super easy to get to. Um, and you, you know, you like if if you're doing like if that's your halfway point, uh, like, like you know, maybe you're doing a stop and you need like and you want to grab a beer or something, or even if you just want to pick up stuff for wherever you're going, or if you're heading back home, uh, you know, you won't be disappointed. So. I I can't recommend them highly enough. Um, Andrew was one of the best guests that we had on the pod back in, uh, like back in 2021. And um, he's definitely earned the spot as a, like as a rising star over the past couple of years in uh, like in the Ontario brewing scene. And, you know, I would defend to death, uh, like fine balance being in uh, the top 10 in Ontario Two years running, I expect that we'll probably be talking about them again when we do this in uh, in 2023. Uh, like I was saying, big fan of their flagship oats and cream. They've done a couple of variations on that. They've done a few uh, different hop varietals of it, including uh, like including a couple double versions. Um, I know there's one Moteca version. I feel like there was one with uh with only nelson sylvain that's uh, like that's sticking out in my head yeah like kind of a big thick double ipa version um it's a case of uh like they'll use lactose for it but as i said before just a kiss it's not like the wild milkshake ipas of uh like a four or five years ago it's just a touch to enhance the like enhance the body a little bit add a touch of sweetness but not go too wild with it how'd you go i was just talking about i was talking about the beauty of um oats and cream and the double oats and cream the variations that they like that they've put out and their uh, delicate use of lactose oh it's it's generally spectacular man like like you said name another flagship that has lactose and nelson it's, uh, you know, I just think they really, I don't know. I just, I just love them so much, man. And I, I want to keep supporting them. And I just re I still truly believe that like 
you know, there's Third Moon, there's Barn Cat, there's a couple others in that conversation, um, and they really should be there. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it's just I a matter. Agree. You know, it's a, it's it has to be just a matter of time before they're up there. And if all my friends keep going the way they are, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Okay, is it uh, like is the moment finally here? The moment is here. It's been a little bit delayed um, because we were we were excited. We were talking about it. So this is the inaugural BOS number one brewery of the year in Ontario. Uh, if you follow Nathaniel and myself on uh, anywhere, really, you will know that this brewery is one that we are forever gushing over. Uh, we did a podcast with the owner slash brewer uh, amongst, you know, with Barncat and with Willibald in March 2022. Um, we both were quite familiar with uh, their wares what they produced and um personally i didn't realize it was that good uh they just outshone outshined anything everything uh the words of uh, bebo from third moon himself this brewery is makes the best haze in the world uh yep. this is uh none other than bad lads brewery I kind of pressed the applause before I got to uh, say it, but yes, Badlands are just—it's okay. The people got excited. They got—they got, that's what I want to. I want to amp it up a bit. Um, what can I say? I mean, if Badlands aren't at the top of the list, I mean, I, to be fair, it was—it's a relatively tough call between Third Moon and Badlands, but I feel like Badlands just inched over for us. Yeah, I. You know what? I feel like you and I didn't even really need to discuss this. I feel like we knew that, uh, like that, if we were going to name a top brewery in Ontario this year, this was going to be it. There was no question about it. I mean, look, Troy is a legend. Um, I think he's some sort of scientific genius. Um, I think he's just a a great human being. Uh, really connected with him. You and I went there, which was so fun. It was the hottest fucking day. It was like thirty six degrees. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it was. It was so hot. <laughs> it, it was such a fun day. We went like the week after Labor Day, which was the week after their fifth anniversary. So they had all the, the anniversary releases. We drank some of those on tap. We had some fantastic food. We just hung out. We chatted with Troy and Mike. Uh, we just. It, it was just like a really great day. Uh, I've been to Badlands now three times, I think, um, and I'm just. It, it's just a great place. Literally, the episode we did with Troy was called "Get Off My." Lawn. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Literally the the old part of the brewery where you would purchase the, the, the beer and the little this little black hut was it's like five meters from his front door. Like not exaggerating. Uh and now the you know the rest of it you you were sitting on the patio looking at his deck, you know, front, front of his house, which is which is wild. And um they, you know, a, a farm brewery like that in Caledon, around the corner from Sunland Hill, for, uh, uh, around the corner, I imagine it's like 10 minutes away or something. Um, you know, making beers of this caliber, it's just insane. Um, it's wild. I, I don't even understand how, how he even does it. Like, I was trying to think, I have probably a top 
I got a really, really solid top five Badlands beers of the year. I basically got almost everything they had all year um, since we did the pod with them um, because I'm here in uh, you know, in um, in oh, in Hamilton. Um, oh, look at that! It's just god tier. What are you drinking, by the way? Which one? Oh are you my drinking? god! The, the nose on this. Um, so so I am drinking Marva. What's the hops in that one? Which, that is Citra and Amarillo. Okay, I love it. I got Evolve or Die, which was their beer that they dropped on New Year's Eve. Uh, I got it a little earlier, but uh, I wasn't allowed to post it to New Year's, so I just waited until I got back. Um, this is the hoppiest beer they've ever done. It has a dollar seventy per can of uh, of hops. Uh, it has Citra Mosaic and Galaxy uh, Double IPA, eight point two. Nate's is uh, six point five single IPA. Um, That's right, and, um, and like and, and that Evolve or Die is twenty pounds per barrel, if I remember right. It's bonkers bro like it's just that's that's insane (laughs) it's insane uh i don't know how he makes beer with that level of um hops but also it's just it's crazy and honestly like you inspired me to continue to um to to do double ipas because i really was like proactively no i wouldn't say avoiding but just kind of like not super interested in double ipas because i I'm a bit of a, you know, I like just lower ABV beers just so I can do more volume rather than um, otherwise. But I've in the last, I don't know, month or two, for some reason, I've kind of really tried to go out of my way to drink um, double IPAs. And today, you know, I got Badlands dropped two double and, IPAs, which yeah, they do man, only and once I, I a like, month. And, and I feel... And I feel like if you're going to do double IPAs, Badlands are the, like are the ones to do it for. Could not agree. They're, like the way that Troy manages to dial in the body and the drinkability on these things is unmatched. Unmatched. And I don't say that like, and I really don't say that lightly. No. The way he manages to make an eight point two percent double IPA drink as easily as his 6.5% single IPAs, it's insane. Like there's like, there's not a hint of boozy burn to his double IPAs ever, even in evolve or die, which is the heaviest hopped double IPA that they've ever, like that they've ever done. It's even the hoppiest version of evolve or die that they've ever done. And like, it's an aggressive IPA for sure. But you don't taste a hint of booze on that, do you? Mm-hmm. I haven't sipped it yet because I'm waiting for you. Um, oh, that's that, that's because you're that's because you're a polite gentleman. Here, let's, let's get go. into it. Cheers, cheers, my brother. Oh my god, the nose on this is insane. It's a stupidity. I, I just I don't know what to Ooh. say. Like. Badlands, I'm not going to lie, has changed my fucking life, bro. Like, yeah, I told Troy multiple, I told him that he was going to be, uh, did we announce it yet? Does, did we announce what yet? That this is the brewery of the year? We said that? I think, well, I, we maybe hinted at it, but it, it, like, it, if we didn't make it clear, Badlands is the Ontario top brewery of 2022. <laughs> And like it's it's so deserved, man. Like, I I was speaking to Troy last month, um, 
about some other shit and I told him, I was like, bro, we you a brewery at the E. He was like, Whoa, really? Was like, man, like it was almost like he was surprised. I was like, how the fuck are you surprised? Like <laughs> uh, you know, like he's just such a great dude. I just I, I think he's just a wonderful human being, as is basically everybody on this list, because we have met them all in some shape or form. And but Troy is like a like I said, like some sort of scientific genius. The he has no business making beer this good in Canada. This is up there with anything I've ever had. I feel like I've, between you and I, we've been to pretty much all of the main spots in the States that has the most fire beer. I would argue, because I know you've been to some places I haven't. I've been to some places that you haven't. And, you know, I I don't know if I've had anything better than this. And once again, I haven't been recently, which is why I'm excited to go. And then it's almost like I want to bring like eight like two four packs of Badlands, so I can go to fucking somewhere and be like, "All right, has another half or whatever," and then like, let me just have a Badlands and just see. Like, it's just that good, man. It's just that fucking good. It- it's one of the, like it's one of those things of like you know, you'll never regret traveling to like to any of these places. It like it doesn't matter if the beer is like if the beer is slightly better or if the like or if the beer is slightly better here like like traveling is always a fun experience and uh, like and you know trying beer like trying the local beers where like wherever you go like it's always worth it absolutely yeah. always worth it i swear by it but it's one of those things of the beer here at home has gotten so fucking good that I'm never ever feeling like, oh, like I'm missing like, out. Like, 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 like I like, like you know I wish I had some Burlington Beer Co on me. Like, like and no shade to Burlington Beer. I fucking love Burlington Beer Company and uh, like in Vermont. But it's one of those cases of I do not feel like what is in my favorite U.S. destinations is better than what I can get at home now. Which is a great feeling, eh? After all this yeah, time, it really, really is. It wasn't always like this, and I think in the last maybe no, two, it wasn't two years, maybe since we stopped traveling yep. for the most part. Like I know, once again, you've only been to like sort of one real trip, and I haven't really been anywhere outside of Canada yet. Um, I was waiting for my passport, to be fair, um, which I have now, so I'm ready to fucking go. But I, I just want to see. And I'm just like, but I, I don't feel like I'm. Because I've done trades. I've been drinking shit from the States. I just don't feel like I'm lacking, and I feel like we're in a really, really good place. Um, in Ontario specifically, this is what this part is about, so let's talk about Ontario. And I just feel like, like, get on this level, man. Like, this is this is the shit. This is where it's at. Like, if my friends in, in Detroit are losing their minds over both Third Moon and Badlands, that's, that, you know, I feel like, there's some really good beers that they have access to out there, you know, whether it's local yep. or otherwise. And I know foam and stuff distributes out there. Like he got me some foam from Michigan. So like he's getting this stuff and losing his shit. And these guys know a lot about beer. And I just feel like it's, it's, it just speaks volumes to where we're at. And I think Canadian craft beer, like I still think it's under the radar. I still think overall it's under the radar, but, um, once people discover this shit, fucking tourism's about to go nuts, bro. Yeah, man. It would be like it would be a case of if you've got someone who's wild about 
uh, like who's wild about other half, who's wild about Bissell Bros, who's wild about Monkish. If uh, like if you knew people like Trillian, that and they Trillian. were coming to Canada, and if yeah. they were like, and if they were to say like, bro, what do I need to get my hands on? And you would say, man, you absolutely have to get your hands on Badlands. You need to get your hands on Third Moon. You need to get your hands on Fine Balance. Like. You, like you'd feel confident that they're gonna feel like, oh man, there is some good shit in Ontario. Not just good shit, like the best shit. When yeah. the, my boys came from, uh, my friend Dave used to, he just left, but he worked for Brew Detroit when he came up, and he was running the podcast. I hooked him up with Bebo and Chris. They did a podcast. I was like, he's like, hey man, I'm coming up for like two days, three days, whatever it was. Uh, what you know, I'll do a podcast with you and Tiff, but like uh, you know hooked me up with someone. I'm like, okay, well, there's Badlands and Third Moon. So he was like, cool, we want to go to Toronto. So they stayed in Toronto, went to Barvolo and shit, did the pod with Third Moon, went to the Third Moon Barvolo takeover, fortunately, and they hung out with Bebo and Chris, loved them to death. And then we did our pod at Badlands, and then Troy jumped on for half of it. And they both just lost their minds. Um, and to me, that was really cool to blow an American's mind with this stuff because they yeah. were the first friends that I had come over from the States since these guys, since I was aware of how good these guys are, which I yeah. imagine's only been in the last 12 to 24 months tops. And I feel like yeah, even in the I'd last, so. would you say it's fair to say in the last 12 months, it's a different level than the 12 months before that? I would say so. Yes. So to me, I'm glad to hear that. So to me, I'm extremely proud. Like I said before, like if I'm going to trade, I'm like, I don't know if you can give me shit that's better than this. And what I've learned was the amount of money that I ended up trading for, for some of these American beers and for what I would spend on this Evolve or Die, the most hopped beer that Balance have ever done. I can't say that it was money well spent getting the outside beers. In comparison, yeah, and uh, that's fucking crazy to me. And that and dude, it happened twice. And I don't want to. I love Monkish. I've been there. Um, I got extraordinarily lit there, and I had a Badlands and then a Monkish on two occasions. And the Badlands was better than the Monkish both times. And yeah, everyone was telling me that Monkish lasts, even if it was a bit older, it was like a month. It was four to six weeks old, and they were like, "Oh, even if that Monkish lasts forever, don't worry about it. You're good." So I'd love to c compare like a fresh monkish to to something like this, but I just feel like we're onto something here. We need to be proud, man. Like you know, we're here in Ontario, and and we're making some like, of the best beer you know, in the world. Like, like absolutely, we're not hurting here. Like this is nope. this is world class shit here. We need to be grateful, and we need to appreciate it. And you and I absolutely do. And. Uh, if there's anything, I, I go to Durand every week at the very least on a Thursday to get the new Badlands and Third Moon releases, and I, I basically grab everything now. And the the funny thing is that like the like this is really what I want to be drinking most uh, of the time. Obviously, there's a lot of other things too, but like I'm going to always get this stuff, and this is the pinnacle of what a New England IPA should be. And it's very funny that we are not in New England. And these individuals make New England IPAs just, you know, I, I'd love to try Treehouse and Trillium again recently and, and, and compare and see. I tried it a year or so ago. I did a trade with a mate and we did a bunch of stuff and it was phenomenal. This was early 2021 yeah. before I had rediscovered Badlands, before we did our pod. 
um, you know, I just, I'd really love to see what these guys are like on the world stage. But Bebo said it on our chinwag. So people remember Nate, um, myself, Chris from Hops and Bros and Noah from Beerism used to do a, um, a live once every two weeks on Instagram. And uh, we kind of chilled out on it now. Everyone kind of got a bit busy and people got other shit to do than, than, do a, than watch a live and stuff. And one of the things we talked about was um, – we also go with that. I guess I'm kind of lit. Yeah, right you, no, you, you're uh, like Bebo had hopped on. Uh, That's uh, what it was, and was in, like we, we were talking about, uh, like we were talking about Badlands at one point, or we were talking about the quality of haze in uh, like in Ontario at one point, and Bebo jumped in the comments and said, "Badlands are like no joke, brewing some of the best haze in the world." Like no, like no exaggeration, no sarcasm. Like literally, just just brewing some of the best haze in the world, and I like like and and that's pretty fucking high praise coming from Bebo. <laughs> it, it truly is because Bebo was brewing some of the best haze in the world, and he is originally from Chicago. His parents live in Michigan, and he goes back regularly. And he gets he him and Chris uh, from Third Moon are both um, very prolific traders, beer traders. So they you know always got you know, the fire shit from everywhere. That was just kind of what they did. That's how they got in the game. And, uh, Bebo said to us on that, on that chin wag that like, he, he's like, I get shit from everywhere all the time. And Badlands made the best haze in the world. And I was like, fuck. And yeah. I told Troy that. And he was like, I actually did it. I, I pulled that on him. Um, in person on the on the podcast with Brew Detroit. I don't know if they released that yet. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I guess I tried. I mean, to put you on the spot, you don't have to say anything." But you know, I, I kind of let him know. And um, he's a very humble guy, man. All of these brewers are not one of these brewers on this list is a dick, man. They're all fucking super, super humble, and I don't know if they really understand how how great they are. But yeah, we are here to absolutely. celebrate them, and that's what this this episode is for. It's to celebrate Ontario craft beer. We happened to select Badlands as our brewery of the year. It was, it was just you know you and I had um, almost all of their releases and and it I, just I, made I, sense. It, it made sense, man. Like they just over and above. And, and look, I want to give a special shout out to the Crispy Boys uh, when we were there. I we, there was a bunch of crispies that they had. Their um, the one I had even recently, the GSP, the German style Pilsner. Um, they had the, uh, do you remember the name? There was another one with a, um, acronym when we were there. It was like, so it was C. Um, it, it might've been CS pills, the Czech style pills. That's the one. Um, and, uh, one of the, their most underrated beers this year was their Porter. Their Porter was fu- like, they still have it at Durant. I think, think this week I'm going to go back and grab another one cause they still had it and it sh- they shouldn't still have it cause it's fucking spectacular. Um, you know, they don't really do too many dark beers. They also did Inky, their um, uh, their barrel-aged stout. Their barrel-aged stout, which I, I, I think they might still have some left. I might give Troy a shout because I never – they didn't distribute that. So we have to actually go there and get mm-hmm. it. So consider I might even fucking fuck around and go up there and uh, and, and grab it. I'll let you know if I do. Um, but uh, I, Yeah, do, do let me know because I'll uh, – You'll be grabbing one for me. If you <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I would never. If I go anywhere, I'm going to tell you about it. That's that's really how it goes. Um, and likewise, because that's how we get down. Because we share beers here, we make sure we all get the fire. But yeah, man, I just feel like they they. It's more than just the haze. Obviously, the haze is like 
world, world class, and we have to celebrate it. But I just want to give them a bit of a shout out for the other stuff that they're doing because I feel like, you know, they don't do a lot outside. Yeah, man. They don't do a lot outside the haze. You know, they did a, a handful of Crispy Boys in 2022, and then they did the Porter, and then they did the Inky. And the, the, the Crispy Boys, I think I had all of them, and they were all really, really good. Um, the port there was, was also that um, it, there was also one of the anniversary beers, the off the table uh, Imperial Stout that they, with did, that they did with the Barncat collab. That one was insane, phenomenal uh, barrel aged stout that uh, was just crazy. And when I took the boys, the Detroit boys, there we got to try that from the um, from the the tank, um, which was which was really really great. Um, the beer of the year, by the way, I, I'd love to hear what your beer of the year. So my beer of the year was Select Citra from Badlands. Uh. So they did a series of beers called Select where they uh, they took the hops that uh, Badlands, Third Moon, and Blood Brothers all went to Yakima Valley for the hop rub. They went last year. They went 2021 and 2022. And the, the, the rubs that they did from 2021 made it into the Select Citra that we did in March. Select Citra was my beer of the year. Um, they also did a uh, Sabro and they did Mosaic, I believe, but I think the Citra was the yep. superior one. Um, the other beer was the um, the Superflux collab called Select Super Select or some shit like that. Do you remember what it was called? Super Select, yeah. There you go. Uh, that was exceptional. Uh, the third beer was Default Settings, um, which was a just a I think early December, late November. Uh, single IPA, 6.5%, um, disgusting beer, which I made sure that you got that one. Um, yep. And there was probably a couple more, I would say, probably Evolve or Die and also Kiwi, which you, I tried to get for you, but they sold out of Durant um, beforehand. And even Troy yeah. said that was his – I'm really pissed I didn't get that. I should have just grabbed an extra for you, man. Like, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Yeah, it, 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 it's okay. You're a fucking asshole and I'm – I'm a bad friend. Yeah, but <laughs> – yeah, friendship's over. Like, that, this is the last spot we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, uh, just this kidding, year, I'm just kidding. We're gonna make sure we get it all covered. Uh, Did you have yeah, any uh, uh, top so, beers from Badlands? Yeah, so the, 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 so one that stood out to me, and, and, and like, and it's kind of funny because uh, when we were talking with Troy back in March, he was saying that like the crop of Galaxy that year was off. He was saying there was the, 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 like, there was something off with the crop of galaxy that year. It just, uh, it just wasn't as good as it had been in the past. Mm-hmm. And then about a month after that, it was like, it was literally no more than a month. Um, there was one that I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure I've got the, the name on this, right. It might've been called brain prism, something like that. Oh, I would check. The I, name, but I remember I prism. It. I don't I know if I have the name right. It's it's something like that. I think it had prism in it. In it, like in mind it prism. Was very close. Mind prism. Okay. Okay. I was very close. Um, but like, but that was a heavily like. Was that galaxy only, or was it galaxy with something else? Since you've got the untapped pulled up there. Uh, all galaxy. All galaxy. Okay. Perfect. So that was a beer of the year for me. I like like I'm a big galaxy wow. head, and the, the, like and that one was bananas. That, one that was, was in really, April. Really good. Oh fuck, good memory, yeah. bro. You have such was a, a, you have such a great memory. <laughs> I, I respect it so much. It's so cool because I have a fucking horrendous memory, and because we deal with a lot of the same shit, it's very good. It's very beneficial for me to have you to be like, "Hey, bro, that's what that was." I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, this was a great beer, man. This was a great. This is one of the doubles, too. It was like a yeah. double all galaxy. Yeah. This was and, right and, like, after like, the pod. And, and, and that's, yeah, like it was literally a, a, like about a month after. Like, he it, sent it that so to funny. us, I think. Yeah, like because he he even said on the pod that like like that galaxy was off at that like at that time, and then a month later, like galaxy fucking ripper right there, and like and that was a glorious beer. It was so fucking good. Um, so good. But like, but like, but uh, but another one, evolve or die, absolutely has to be. And I texted you right after, like right after I had it, I said something incredibly inappropriate that I'm not going to repeat. On the pod, <laughs> like, like about how about how I felt about that beer, but oh. like, my God, that was fucking good. And that's another one that had galaxy in it. It was Citra galaxy mosaic. mosaic and what else? Citra. Citra mosaic galaxy. Citra mosaic galaxy. Um, yeah. I actually got, and I never do this. I got two cans of this. I got you one, but I, when I uh, told Chris at Duran, cause basically I went to uh, Collingwood for new years and with a whole bunch of friends. And I was like, I'm going to come in on the Thursday before I leave on the Friday. And he goes, look, uh, I got, I go, did you get the Badlands? He was like, yeah, I got them all. He goes, I can get them for you, but you can't post Evolve or Die until Sunday or to Saturday. Whatever it was, it was New Year's Eve. I think Saturday. And I was like, okay, cool. And he, he was like, what do you need? I was like, well, my friend and myself. And he's like, cool, I'll put two aside. I was like, you know what? Make it three. So I was like, <laughs> I got an extra because Troy hyped it to me. And then I read the description. I was like, oh, like, it's the dollar seventy of um, hops and everything. It was like the most intense beer of all. I was like, I have to get two, and this is what yeah. I, I'm just really now leaning into the double IPAs. Um, probably not great for the waistline, but uh, I just feel like they have. It's it's something that I kind of like missed out on a bunch of the year of. I just didn't go all in on the double IPAs, and I'm not going to do that this year. I'm going to make sure I. Uh, like I said, I bought mostly double IPAs today, with the exception of that third moon for for the pod now. And this is just yeah, it's a, it's a crazy beer, man, and it just really shows the 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 depth that Badlands are going. So I, I really could not encourage anybody more to to go in and if you can't easily get it at your favorite local independent bottle shop, which is key, um, request it. Um, and yeah. they can figure it out, you know, Shasta Durand, Shasta Sidewalk in, um, Kitchener. Mark is a shouts great to, dude. Shouts to OG Bottle Shop in Barrie. Shouts to the Dominion City Corner Store. Yes, in Ottawa. Uh, I'm sure there's places in, in Kingston, in Toronto. I think 5th and 7th combined with... 4th and 7th. 4th and 7th? Yeah. Combined with a society clubhouse. So big love to Erica. Uh, at Society Clubhouse. She is a legend. She helped us so much with Link Up, and I, I have a lot of love for her. And I love to see that you told me about those guys at 4th and 7. Um, and they are, they shut down their store, and they bring it all into Society Clubhouse on Queen, on College Street there, which is a great venue. Um, Shouts to Shelby in there as well as working. Um, oh, yeah. They're doing some great stuff. They've really, really been big supporters of Link Up, and they're just wonderful humans. And uh, if now this uh, this bottle shop is in there, then you're not you're going to be able to just get like the most fire stuff. So, awesome for Badlands, um, and Third Moon, and Barncat, and Godspeed, and Tooth and Nail, and everybody we mentioned today. Um, 
they're just some of the best breweries in Ontario, in our humble opinion. I mean, who the fuck are we? We're just a, some dudes, but you know, we pay attention to this stuff. This is what our taste tells us. Uh, I imagine a lot of people probably would feel the same way. You know, just yeah, I would think so too. And uh, <laughs> if I can plug our own shit one more time, uh, the, the, like if. If anyone is ever like really, really interested in hearing about hops, if you go back and uh, like if you haven't heard it already, if you go back and listen to our uh, like our interview with Troy, yeah, to like I could listen to him talk about hops as if it was like ASMR, <laughs> like, like like relaxation stuff. It's like to listen to him talk about like talk about hops. Like I could listen to that to like to, to fall asleep at night, and I mean that like and I mean that in the best way. It's just like the most soothing conversation that you can possibly that you can possibly imagine. Here, like hearing about beer is to hear Troy from Badlands talk about hops. Uh, so go back and listen to that if that's of any interest to you. And I feel like we need to do a hop deep dive with Troy. Like we need to get him back on again to do another hop deep dive or something. That could be a lot of fun. I was about to say, I really feel like I'm looking at these uh, names here. I feel like we could probably like make sure we do new pods with all of these individuals uh, coming in this year because there's some of them that are due. Fine balance and, and I guess Badlands Third Moon. We haven't done it since Noah and I did nearly a five hour podcast with him in 2021. Uh, Fairweather never had him on. Uh, Sun and Hill, we haven't had him on properly. Um, you know, but there's, there's a bunch of stuff we can do here, man. I, I just feel like uh, we need to showcase the people that we are, uh, you know, preaching the, the gospel of. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to do something like that. Do a hop dive, uh, deep dive with, uh, with, with Troy, who, who's big, you know, big hop guy. And, and maybe there's some certain things we could do to make it a little bit interesting this year. Cause, uh, I feel like you and I are going to do a lot of buzz together. We've already got a couple, I say a couple, like two, three, four lined up for the next, uh, you know, January and February. And we're only just really getting started. So, uh, I'm excited, man. I'm honored to be here in Ontario, and yeah. just uh, I just really feel like there's a. It's very exciting to be here, and it's a great fucking time to be a craft beer drinker here, as we said. So, it surely is. I like, and I'm I'm excited for the year to come, and uh, like for the good pods that we're gonna have, like that we're gonna have coming up this year, and for the good beers we're gonna drink this year. I'm like, couldn't ask for a better time, and. In Ontario craft beer, I don't think. Not at all, man. I'm amped. And the ones we got set up, I feel like are potentially going to be in the 2023 top 10 because some of these uh, breweries are uh, pretty fucking good. And, uh, you know, we've been both dabbling with some of them and they're all newer to the pods as well. So, uh, yeah. very excited. And with that, I feel like we went significantly over time, but we always do. Um, you know what? Okay. I'm not mad. <laughs> I really, I didn't, I don't think we were overselling anything though. I feel like we needed to, to say all the things that we said. I, I feel like this needed this time. It really did. It so, really did. I don't, like, I don't feel like we embellished at all. No. Uh, and like, once you guys, if you haven't tried the breweries that we're talking about, once you do, you'd be like, okay, I see what they're saying. Um, and on that note, do you want to get the old, uh, thumbnail, bro? 
Yeah, let's fucking do it, man. I wish I had a third hand sometimes, because then I'll be able to do a whole thing. But well, you know, between the two of us, we should be able to cover it, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should. Hang on, I'm gonna try and make this like less awkward. Pull, hang on, it's this way. But I got a fucking whole thing in the way. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I let go. I let go. It's okay. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Oh, you are a beast. Okay. Yeah, I don't fuck around, man. No, I've never said that about you. Ready? Boom. Look at that. That is glorious. Uh, yeah, we got you. All right. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was the 2022 top 10 breweries in Ontario, the best craft beers in Ontario, the best craft breweries, in fact, uh, according to BAOS podcast, so Nathan and myself, um, we really hope you enjoyed it. This was a pleasure to do. Um, we are going to make this an, an annual thing. Obviously, I want to continue doing this for the uh, foreseeable future. I think this is a lot of fun. Me too, man. I Me just too. love celebrating, man. Like a celebrating what's in our backyard, and, and and obviously hanging out is fun. We're going to do that a lot this year, but you know celebrating and just showing love because that's what we're here for man these breweries show us love and i want to show them love that uh you know that that made our mouths very happy this year hell yeah yes indeed. Um, you beautiful man where can everyone find you online uh you can find me everywhere at nathan does beer twitter instagram facebook and um i've not blogged in a little while uh because i like because i'm a new dad now but um all my old blogs you can find at NathanDoesBeer.com. And, uh, but more regularly and updated, you can find me here co-hosting BAOS Podcasts. Damn right. We have a whole bunch coming up. And uh, honestly, the more the merrier this year, man. Just I would love to host as many podcasts as possible with you this year. It's just uh, it, it's so much fun. And I just feel like we, we have a great rapport. So I would love for you to host as many as possible that your schedule allows just saying that publicly. Well, it's so much fun for me too, man. And uh, like, you know, we've already got a few lined up and I'm excited to get even more lined up. It's about to be a problem. It's about to be a problem here. Uh, you're a legend. Guys, thank you so much for watching and uh, just showing love all 2022. Um, you know, I'm excited for a big 2023 of, uh, you know, great breweries, great pods, great conversations and great beers. If you enjoyed the episode, folks, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below and Nathan, hit the freaking what's the code notification bell <laughs> i'm kind of lit bro it's been a lot um follow us everywhere at bos podcast check out the long form audio now we just changed it recently we're gonna go back to going live for the pods at like 7 a.m on wednesdays we used to go live when we did the quarantine editions at like in the evening but then what we did before then was go live in the morning so that the podcast was ready to go when you went to work. And we stopped that shit. We're like, what the fuck? Why did we stop that shit? And I guess because it was quarantine. I only realized like a couple weeks ago, like what the fuck? So the last episode, we dropped at 7 a.m. So we're going to keep doing that. Um, makes a little bit more sense. Uh, we'll be dropping every week. We have, um, yeah, man, like Nate said, a bunch of pods that him and I have already been booking we're going to continue doing that. Uh, I'm excited for what's happening this year. I'm excited to be in beer. I'm, I'm ready to go. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Cheers, y'all.